One is a grown man with an encyclopedic knowledge of cinema. The other, a man-child raised by the more questionable corners of the internet. What happens when they each dive into something the other one loves? Find out on... The Man With No Brain! Alright everybody, welcome to episode number 31 of The Man With No Brain. I am your host, Ryan Matthew Ziegler, and as always, I am joined by The Man With No Brain himself, a guy known in some circles on the internet as The Man With The Plea Brain, Mr. Mm. Joseph Robert Buckley. <laughs> How you doing, crying Uncle Joe? Uh, first of all, okay, I, I would never cry on the podcast, that's not my thing. Second uncle, of all... Uncle, no more no. No, no. Uh, I thought it was in my best interest. Uh, you know what? I didn't really want to be bored for four hours. So I decided, you know what? I'll throw the fans a bone and do a little live stream for them. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, you know, normally if you're thinking to yourself, hold on a minute. We, You guys said that you wouldn't bring up Joe's uh, uh, sketchy joke stealing and the trial. Absolutely not. Uh, and you are correct, except this episode is the final time because this is our wrap up episode uh, about the trial where we're going to find out, you know, throwing all a bit, all the bits out the window, throwing, you know, all the crazy cocaine lawyer stuff outside and just focusing on how Joe Buckley himself felt about the entire process and the hiatus that it led to from him being on uh, Man With No Brain uh, and Malevolent Movies as well. So. So, but before we jump in too, too deep, there was a question I wanted to ask you, uh, but I forgot to ask you last week. Um, do, have you had the new Pepsi Blue yet? Oh, no, I didn't even know there was such a thing. You're a soda aficionado like myself, and uh, mm -hmm. the Pepsi company put out uh, Pepsi Blue, which that was out in like 2002 and three or something, maybe it was 2004, I can't remember, uh, for a short while. And now they've, you know, much like they did with Crystal Pepsi, they put out this summer crystal blue and i had a bunch of it back in may um mm. and i had too much of it and i haven't had any uh -oh. since although it's good i liked it i just had wondered uh you know if you'd gotten your your mitts no no i haven't imbibed what is it like a little splash of blueberry imbibed. maybe or what is it well it's it's uh blue in color and it kind of tastes like um a blueberry cotton candy at least to me anyway Ooh. that's what You're it me there's a cotton like. candy drink it kind of i mean to me it does so if you can okay. get your hands on it um, I'd like to, you know, uh, hear, hear your opinion on it. Cause you are a, a soda man. We all know that you love your sugary drinks. You love mm. your carbonated beverages and I, you know, it's a limited drink. So I wanted to uh, see how you felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely try to get my hands on it before they snatch it away from me. Like all good things. If you ever, my nacho if fries, my Baja if blast. Ever, <laughs> if there's ever a drink, you wonder if Joe Buckley would like it. Just ask yourself, will this drink turn his tongue a different color? If the answer is yes, I guarantee you he'll like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I that's because I hate my pink tongue. If I can get a red tongue, a yellow tongue, blue Brown tongue. tongue. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a, they call that the old Buckley tongue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so we're going to kind of cover um, Joe's thoughts and uh, kind of guess all of our thoughts, really. But uh, Joe's in particular on how he feels about the trial now that it's all said and done. And of course, we have yet he has yet to um, do his live stream punishment, but we are in the planning stages of that as well. And that will uh, hit before the summer ends. So, uh, man, Joe, 
there's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long day for you mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure there's gonna be all kinds of fun little movies for me you know like every single adam sandler film just played all at once on the screen so just like 12 bad movies all at one time uh speed well, I mean, two speed two i bet's gonna be a big one have you seen speed two or are you just going on the idea that you know it's considered a, a bad sequel and it was a flop or have you seen yeah speed no two? i i will not be watching speed two Okay, well, that's so not maybe, for you to decide. Well, unless well, you guys pick it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be stuff that we know you 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 profess to dislike, even though you probably haven't seen any of these movies. Yes, yes, yes. I just don't like the idea of movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love yeah. movies. I don't like bad movies. Well, nobody likes. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. I mean, we have an entire channel dedicated to it, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to watch something that they end up hating. You know what I mean? But the, the thing oh, is, you don't know until you watch it. You can't judge a book by its cover. No, you no, no one can. You can't judge a if... by the kind of crust it has on its shirt. Yeah, even you know if I mean? the book cover is covered in feces and, like, there's just human skin inside the book and there's just Nazi swastikas on the cover, you can't judge a book by that cover. Anyways, Joe, uh, yeah, we, yeah, well, yeah. we've covered – this is well-tread uh, ground here. Oh, the, sure. The, the idea of you hating movies and, and you're – opinions being made by other people but today we're going to get your opinion 100 okay. your opinion about the trial and the entire process so let's start right at the beginning joe right at the beginning when when discovery happened um when nick posted what he had found out in our group chat which was the clip from um that uh fuck was a podcast called again last remember podcast it. of the last last, last yeah, that's, yeah that's right I'd, ne I'd never listened to a previous um, but, but when you first heard that clip, what were your first intentions, your first intentions, your first impressions? Yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> so, so actually, Joe, I have a question about this. Are yeah. you going to be approaching this conversation? Cause I know Ryan and I are hoping that it'll be just a, a real and honest thing. And who knows, maybe we'll get more truths than we did before. But in regards to when Nick, cause I think he posted a video of, him uh his radio because it was he was listening to it on his car radio and he it has one of those screens on it and so you could see the last podcast information episode name etc i'm trying to dig that back up that area so i can read it to the fans what our conversation was like but when you first saw that image or at least you started playing it and realized what it was what was your honest to god first thought uh basically uh oh boy i'm i'm going to be in in for it now there's no way i'll be there's no way i'll have a chance to explain myself and was that before <laughs> you heard somebody utter my pp hurts or did you no, no i know? heard i listened to the thing okay because okay. again time. like i didn't i did not uh mean i did not knowingly steal that from the episode so it's it's like whenever i heard it i was like oh shit i probably i probably did listen to this back in the day and it probably got stuck in my brain, but I was like, well, there's no way the guys. I did say that. I did. That's right there. That is all we wanted. Right there, Joe. Uh, oh, right okay. there. I thought I that's did all... say that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you were at, first of all, you were at your grandma's. I remember yeah, yeah. you saying yes, you'll yes. give us your more attention when you get home from your grandma's house. Well, again, and... I was helping them. They're very, they're very frail people. They need my help. Well, fine, but the point, 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 point is, point is... Oh, shit. Perfect timing. Mm. Ryan, come back, because Joe Buckley needs to get spanked. Absolutely not. I've got these M80s for my defense. 
try Ryan, you cut out, buddy. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm sure it was beautiful. Yeah. Where did uh what was the last thing? It was right when you started launching into it. Was it after he said his grandparents were frail? Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was what it... But the thing is, Joe, you didn't come to us with what you just said. Had you done that and said, Oh yeah, that's wow, that's funny how stuff gets stuck in your brain or anything, we would have that would have been it, man. We would have mm. laughed and moved on and teased you a little bit. And the man with no brain would have progressed as usual. There wouldn't have been a trial or any of this, but yeah, you, yeah. you didn't, you didn't do that, which was your honest thought. That was the honesty. Instead you like doubled down on this idea of no, I, uh, and you just kept rolling with it. Well, they, so I'm glad like, we finally got a piece. We got finally did this quickly, got a little honesty out of you. No, no, no. I, because like, I, I said, like, oh, shit, I may have accidentally lifted this, but, like, because you guys wanted, like, the confession of, no, I knowingly stole this joke, which I didn't do. So I... No, yeah, Joe, yeah. It, it's... It, yes. So, technically, I'm convinced that you knew you did it. I'm convinced. You, I don't think no, you could no, convince no. me. I, I get to you. <laughs> I, I But know, you I need know. to understand that, for <laughs> me, the Albert Fish stuff is is the smoking gun. Because you hammered that so much... That I all I can think of is that before you started hanging out with us, like just before you had listened to that, you thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. So you so you wanted to tell those tales. I'm not saying that you stole the Albert Fish stuff, but you just had to share that with somebody else because you thought it was the funniest thing. And via that is where the My Pee Hurts stuff came from. I'm convinced that you knew what you were doing. Now, I'm not uh, we have an agreement here that says that you get to continue to plead not or that you feel like you're innocent of that. Um, but in the eyes of the law, you're guilty. So I, I just want I just want you to understand that like there's there's a couple different ways to look at this. It's not just that we wanted you to say I'm fully guilty, so spank my bottom, judge. It's just that like you could you could have like Ryan was just saying, all you had to do was say, well, yeah, that's that is from last podcast. There's a chance I'm you know unintentionally, and like Ryan said, we would not have done what we did. That'd have been the end. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been the end. There'd have been I, some jokes, but it never would have done any gone any farther. Yeah, than that. this would have been an inside joke thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the thing of it is, it's like it's been like years and years since I listened to that podcast. So it, but, it would but have, Joe, you it, listen, it would you, have had to be like in like uh, in my mind, like, hey, I've got a good line I can lift from a podcast I listened to five years ago. But Joe, you you're telling me that you don't listen to you listen to last podcast on the left once and only once. I mean, yeah, basically, they've got so many episodes now. I'm, I, I'm completely behind. I haven't listened to like 150 episodes of it. Well, sure, but like I, you, your Ron and Fez obsession says otherwise. That you, there are things. In fact, your video game playing is you like to, you like the, you're man of comfort, and you like to hear the same things <laughs> over and over again. So it's again, it's just so hard for me to believe that you naively did this. I, I, well, I think it's either that or you, gen, you definitely did it intentionally but there's no i just can't believe that it's like a, it's a, a um what were the fans saying they were saying it's um group think or whatever they whatever that's called yeah you know well, and i mean the, the, the the phrase my pp hurts it's like a thing that like a three-year-old says <laughs> like it's uh, it here's joe just... defending himself again <laughs> yeah 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 well, no, no, we know your defense again i i it wasn't just the phrase yeah 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 it was the fact that the intonation, <laughs> the 
it all was very, very, very similar to the recording from the podcast and the fact that it was a podcast about Albert Fish and you had Albert Fish was as you know we uh, people listening now when they think of joe buckley they think yeah 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 or nuggies or his funny haircut uh and his comb but there was a time where the most recognizable um thing to joe buckley was serial killers it was like we talked about this before yeah it was like joe buckley equals serial killers serial killer talk that was his thing if he was a sitcom character every episode he'd be talking about another serial killer i mean that was that was it there was not there's all this other stuff the plex and all this other stuff that now is also associated with the buckley uh that came later joe was always about serial killers all all the passing the buck segments on the previous 99 cent movies podcast about the making butcher the bakers Joe would have serial killer knowledge and it was, it was full. He had a lot of knowledge, but <laughs> Albert fish, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Cause I've never been a serial killer aficionado. Um, yeah, yeah. I had never heard of Albert fish until you, I don't yeah. think that, most that, of that was, that was, yeah, that he's, was, a, uh, he's not, he's like a tier two, a serial killer tier one. It's like Dahmer, Gacy, Gene. he's <laughs> tier two. Yeah. He's not quite like an A-lister baseball player, but he's, he's definitely going the whole yeah. dependable home run hitter. I get what you're saying. He wasn't the in, in pop culture in America. <laughs> everybody knows Dahmer. Everybody knows John Wayne Gacy. Everybody knows you know, Charles Manson or whatever. But yes, I, I see what you're saying. But Albert Fish, I mean, it was completely a blind spot. I, knew not, I never even heard the name before. And I'll never forget, especially hour long, hour and a half long drive from Chicago to Grand Ridge to drop you off after you came with me to work on the thing. The, you you gave me in, in detail everything everything about Albert fish to the point where I was driving home after he dropped you off. And I was still thinking about it and mm. it was disturbing me. I, it was disgusting stuff. Yeah. He's and, one of the worst ones. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And it was just, you know, horrendous uh, shit. And, but the fact that, that the phrase and the intonation in an episode about Albert fish, for me, I was sort of always on the fence, whether or not you, when you first started throwing PP hurts, whether you knew it was necessarily that podcast or not, uh, I feel that once it was presented to you, that sh- you then you truly would have known, and that's why you should have been like, "Oh," but but the Albert Fish thing for me and the intonation is what really sold me on on the idea where I really believe you 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 did this either unconsciously, but then with the doubling down on it, on top of that, I was like, you know what, Joe needs we need to make an example or or a lesson or something. Man with no brain style. That's what the channel is dedicated to is Joe opening up Joe's brain. And this, that what he was saying there, coupled with all the other stuff we've talked about and the entitlement issues and the just, if I want it, I should be able to get it no matter who gives it to me or uh, big borrow and steal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard. Was a, yeah, <laughs> I heard was you guys' perfect, defense. Yeah, well, that was, a, that was my biggest defense. It was, it was a perfect storm of all that. And my whole idea with the defense is even if I, I might not be able to 100% convince somebody that yes joe absolutely stole this phrase even though i think you know he did knowingly or unknowingly um i absolutely know that i could create the idea that joe is the kind of guy that would have done it because he did all this other stuff and i feel that was what was really going to sell the whole thing you know what i mean and it's and yeah, part yeah. of me wishes like we could have gone to trial just to see and maybe yeah. i would have lost completely and it would have uh, completely failed. I don't know, but I feel very strongly that uh, it was going to create this whole scenario that even somebody would be like, well, 
I, he might have taken, he might not, but he, I totally see he's the kind of guy that would do it. And so I'm going to go benefit of the doubt, you know, which is that he did do it. That was what I was hanging my entire, my entire uh, defense really on. Or well, defense, it was scary. Let me tell on. you, it was well, frightening. And Joe, none of us, I, I, I feel like I could speak for the, the group. We don't think that you, you used my pee pee hurts maliciously. We don't think that you were like, you went down into a cave and, like Gollum and worked on, I'm, I'm going to steal this little joking bit <laughs> and use it on the hobbitses. You know, we just think you, on fish bones. We mm-hmm. just think that you didn't think anything of it. You just like, if you, whether you did it intentionally or subconsciously, it's, you just don't have any regard for the ownership of most things. So that, that, that's where that kind of comes from. And so I will say this. So when Ryan was talking about, you know, if we actually went to trial, I do think your strongest argument uh, was the, you know, the, 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 the historical timeline of the use of the phrase, my peepee hurts, um, <laughs> you know, cause I think, I think we could have gotten away with a lot. If you hadn't have done that, if you did use that, then I think we would have to really, really, really it, it like it, we would have to take people back to 2017 or 2016 or whatever to really understand you then. Um, so that they could really get it. And, and I think Nick's point about monster rain or Trevor, whoever it was, is pretty, it is pretty clear and valid that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, I took the monster rain bit. I mean, I'm fine with admitting that, but it's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I did not, I did not knowingly steal my pee pee hurts. Well, thank you, Joe. If we, if you, if you break the, um, the plea deal, then (laughs) we just got some evidence here. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and there was, you know, and that's what I mean. It's, it's this idea, this frustrating idea of, of and what Tyler said is Joe feeling that uh, certain thing in his opinion, there's no basis in anything. His whole thing with the copyright, his idea that if it's something that he wants and it's something that he, you know, covets, then well, any port in a storm, if I can get my hands on it, it's fine. If that means I got to hang around on the internet and just take files and, uh, you know, instead of buying the movies then that's totally fine or software well i mean whenever whenever i did the monster rain bit i wasn't an uh uh an up-and-coming comedian so i mean it's like it's completely different in my mind because it it, i was just i was doing a like joke and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. joe we're not not, this comedy court thing is not about literally trying to make the world we, we don't want when people google joe buckley to see Carlos Mencia joke thief next to it. It's not mm-hmm. that. It's just it's for our own JT, sake JT. and sanity because you you like to and I don't I feel like this gets used a lot and I want to make sure I don't misuse the term but, but like I feel like you gaslight us a lot because you do and say something and we're like wait a minute we know that you X Y Z and you're like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> it's like no oh yeah <laughs> we fucking know for sure dude yeah yeah I mean I Joe? don't have a I don't have a large control of the English vocabulary or the past. The past is hard for me because I, I like to forget the past. You see, I think that's here's what I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's I think, doing it right now. I think no, doing it right no. now. Joe, yes, I think this are. past thing, th- th- that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous because you can remember the number of hit points that the dragon's uh, dragon's talon does on fucking Magic the Gathering, dude. You have memories. You know how to use them. What you don't yeah. remember is the stuff that makes you look put bad. <laughs> So well, it's, it's a, like I've, I've also forgotten my own birthday. I didn't know that until I was in the end of high school. I didn't know my own birthday. Yeah, but Joe, if every day's your birthday, like, <laughs> I don't blame you for not knowing. <laughs> I was going to say. Mm. 
So it's it's just like <laughs> don't don't fuck us here, dude. <laughs> and here's the thing, Joe, about the, the memory. And of course, somebody that uh, maybe is, that studies this kind of thing could say why the, he remember remembers this, why not this. But from you know my standpoint, you know that I like MREs. I talked about it on a previous episode, but it's not something I hammer constantly talk about. That oh I I like MREs and I watch videos about MREs and I've got a weird sort of um it's a hobby of mine if that could be even considered a hobby eating uh, something yeah and I, I think like eating MREs. old food is a hobby well not even old I mean the new MREs ones that are within oh, a yes, year yes, or two yeah. yeah and you remembered that about me months later okay I hadn't talked about it and I, and you found that you were you were in a position to get your hands on some free MREs and you as a surprise for no reason at all middle of January mailed me a box of MREs. You just remembered I like those. So when you start to talk about how you have a terrible memory, I would feel like one of the last things most people remember about me is my MRE uh, liking, especially if they're in contact with me pretty regularly because I talk about so much other shit. You know, even my families are like, oh, my family uh, forgets that I mm. that I have this weird well, thing Well, Christmas MREs. is coming up. We're going to have to get Ryan some uh, turkey <laughs> powder that you mix in with the water and uh, the chocolate bar that you're not supposed to eat except in emergencies. You know, and I'm, it's funny you bring it up because uh, I'm going to be ordering a couple more here pretty soon. I'm in, I'm in the mood. Every, it's like at four or five months pass and I'm like, yeah, I want to eat a couple of Yeah, you got the taste again. Yeah, I, I just enjoy the, the, the preparation of them and, you know, using the uh, – uh, flameless ration ration heater, the little pouch yeah. you pour the water and gets. I don't know. It's fun. It's a. Fun, it's like a. It's like an adult happy meal or something. I don't know. Yeah, but. I've seen. I've seen like a. I've seen like a soup can where you like take a metal stick out and you poke it, and that gets the chemicals all riled up and it starts heating the soup inside the can. Oh really? Well, I, yeah. if I could find one of those, I'd probably enjoy that as well. Okay. It's a weird. And I'm not even an outdoors man or an outdoor outdoors man, an outdoorsman or uh, uh, a doomsday prepper or anything i don't know what it is i just uh i don't know yeah so okay so distraction i have found the original post by nick in our chat um we have a chat called the slender man club <laughs> which is where all <laughs> of the, right. all of the movies called. gang congregates and and nick uh, as i said took uh pic- or was videoing this episode of last podcast playing on his car and uh, the first thing that happened was Ryan responded with a gift of somebody turning towards the camera and looking, giving it a good side eye. And Trevor- was it the hedgehog? <laughs> was it like the chipmunk gift? No, it's just a guy. I don't. Okay. It just. I don't even think it's like from a show or anything. It's just some guy. But anyways, Trevor <laughs> says, "I fucking knew it." I said, "You got caught, Buckley. That's straight mm-hmm. to joke jail." Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan said, I see a man with no brain trial episode coming up. So right from the get, it was, <laughs> in, it was in the cards. Uh-huh, yeah, every... said, Tyler hits us with the jail and I'm like, trial is all right there. The, the yeah. seeds were planted within minutes. With, yeah, within mm-hmm. five posts. <laughs> we were there. So Nick says, throw the book of magic cards at him. The people versus JRB. Um, Ryan says your PP hurting was on the rock on which we built the man with no brain church. And it is now an abomination. <laughs> So I posted uh, the uh, gif of Notre Dame burning, <laughs> and then Nick posted a gif of uh, uh, Nixon, um, and I said, worst part is that this joke thief is fast asleep and won't even read these messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan posted a gif of uh, Millie Vanilli, um, and then Nick asked me to put your face on Nixon's body, um, uh, and then uh, something about you leaving in disgrace. 
And then I said, also, Ryan, with your permission, I would like to add a statement at the end of the new Man With No Brain video soliciting for moments when fans have heard Joe use stolen jokes. Ryan said, permission granted. And I'd, I'd like to point out, nobody nobody got anything else. Um, nobody found anything else. Well, we did. Did you? <laughs> and you just admitted to it. So. No, 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 but that wasn't, for the, that wasn't a podcast. I mean, that was years and years ago. Yeah, well, we found one tweet. Once we all started going th combing through the episodes of the show, that was all, all, all almost all the evidence we needed because by your own admission, there were so many. Once we started looking for it, we started seeing so many times where you bragged about, you know, your standard stuff, stealing the pickles or whatever it was at the convention. It's, it's, there's so many instances of you just taking, you just taking things and being okay with it and and being very braggadocious about like, well, whatever. If people have to bend over backwards for you and your family's, you know, giving you room and board and clothes. I mean, it was just this constant pattern. Once we started looking for it of you just being so okay with just taking whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, being, and it was, and it started to create this thing in our minds. And then even on, um, even on your cousin's podcast, we, I was going through some and there, there were <laughs> parts where you gleefully talked about, oh yeah, I'm just, I, I, I steal movies from the internet. I don't care. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think copyright itself is almost a crime nowadays. Joe. I mean, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, what, but that what? doesn't matter what you think, man. What doesn't matter what you think. It's still, it's still theft. It's Joe. still steal. It is stealing. There's no two ways well, about it. No, piracy, it's, it's not stealing. It's no, copying. No, no, stop it. That is... That is <laughs> the there's, a, there's a popular Reddit thread from years ago that, that that's the crux of the argument of that thread. Trevor shared it with me. We know that's where you got that argument from. So, well, no, no, it's, it's that, I mean, that is, that is the ethos of the actual pirate community is it's not theft, it's copying. I mean, nothing's being Joe, stolen. Just because somebody has an ethos doesn't mean that they're right. Okay. <laughs> well, but, but it doesn't mean they're wrong. So you're Joe, saying that somebody on. can only steal something if it's a, a physical product, it's physical. The only thing well, you're can not, be stolen. you're not, the, I mean, the, the theft is depriving someone of something. Whenever you make a copy, you're not depriving anyone of anything. That's, yes, that's kind of the whole ethos of yes. piracy you're taking you're taking money from the person who created it the thing is joe you're stealing because you're not paying for something that you would be paying for if you truly wanted it if you really wanted um the entire all i saw you downloaded all the godzilla films if you really wanted those movies in your collection and you were a serious collector and a serious movie fan and wanted those you would have paid for them and people the people would have gotten their money you didn't pay for them. You stole them. So yes, people are hurt. People, there is repercussions for it. And you may say, well, that's a big corporation criterion, da, 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 da. But you know, friends of ours and colleagues of ours, including the judge himself, has been financially hurt by people uh, being uh, pirating their movies. They've lost well, I money. Mean, in, in the case of Godzilla itself, uh, a handful of those films aren't even available to buy. I think Biolante's out one of print. Of them, one of them is Biolante and it's out of print. That's the only one. Yeah. Everything so else I, is I should just not watch that movie? Yeah, in America, I've got it on my shelf right now. But yeah, Joe, yeah. okay, so Joe, that, that's, that's also part of the problem. You can't live in a world in which you are denied something. But that's your problem. That's not the world's problem. Do you understand that? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, just, piracy. Piracy is no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, 
I mean, piracy's been around now for 30 years. I mean, if, if companies can't adapt to that, I mean, that's not the pirate's problem. I'm just glad you okay. didn't say that piracy's been around since Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Since that cool Disney ride with the, cool, with the real human bones. Jesus. But, Joe, uh, like, the, like, I don't know how deep we want to get into this. I guess it is part of the wrap-up component. But, like... So I'm here's what Ryan, when you brought up uh, PJ's films being pirated, I'm sure that yeah. you know, this is your first thought. Well, he said 10,000 downloads, but 10,000 people didn't watch it and 10,000 people weren't going to watch it. Did that yeah. run through your brain? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just say that it's actually for every 1,000 people, only it's one, like 10. Per, only or, yeah, one person yeah. was going to watch it. But you know that if 10 people spent 15 bucks, that's a lot to PJ. Yeah, so it is. It it's is. All I relative. don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily endorse pirating from the the lowest of the indies. <laughs> but you do it. I know there are movies no, no, on your really. plex that I know there are movies on your plex that are that the the label that put those movies out are tiny labels. I mean, if you really want to get down to it, Severin and Vinegar Syndrome, those are very small labels that have a have like a razor thin profit margin. You know what I mean? And those are the yeah, big yeah. name ones. I know there are movies on your Plex that are, are you know, super, super small labels, you know? Yeah. But I mean, but I also have a ton of stuff on my Plex where it's just, it's not legally available to watch or buy in any capacity. But Joe, you're not watching it either. So why do well, you I have may. to have I may. it? No, 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 no. Yeah. We have to get beyond that. You're not going to watch it. And I'm not saying that be as a challenge to you so that I can, I'll, I'll be the guy you'll defeat. You know, take out your sword of some Criterion film and watch it, and then I'll be perished. It's <laughs> mm -hmm. just that you won't. Like the Hydra. So, like, you, you, like, everything that you're saying, like, it's not like you're finding something obscure and sharing it with the people to make sure that they see it, because you're not watching it. Like, for every argument you have about piracy, the ethos, whatever it is, there's a part of your lifestyle that immediately contradicts it. So it's it's so hard for us to take... Like, I'm sure there, there's probably a guy out there that is really a big pirater and he probably has some really good facts he could spit to try and convince people that piracy is the way. Joe, I have pirated films. I pirate films from time to time. Not as much as you, but I do. So, like, I can't, I have no leg to stand yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I'm not going to do is exclaim to an audience of potentially 500 people that piracy <laughs> is A okay. There's nobody gets hurt. I'm not going to say that. Like, I'm just not because that's not the case. And I'm, I know that, like, but you, let's say you buy a Blu ray of, um, uh, fucking, I don't know, what's something that you wouldn't watch. Let's say, okay, you buy H Hubie Halloween, mm. <laughs> Adam Sandler's Netflix film. It comes out on DVD. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, uh, let's, uh, Tim Meadows is in that. You want to make sure Tim Meadows get pay gets paid. By the time all the money trickles through the companies to this, to the distributor, to the art people, to the music people, Tim Meadows makes five cents. And I'm sure to you, well, the crime here is that Netflix doesn't get $5. So like, but at the end of the day, it's still money to those people, the people that well, help make that thing happen. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, everybody except for the 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 A-list actor, the uh, they're the only ones who really get the big residuals. I mean, everybody got paid whenever they made the movie. Okay, all the so grips, all the crew, all not the... worth money? Yeah, no, I don't think, no. Okay, so how do you feel Adam Sandler's one who made those job opportunities for all those grips and everything? Yeah. But they got paid. I mean, they already, they got paid. Everybody got paid already. 
So, I mean, the only one you're taking money out of their pocket is Sandler and whatever studio it is. And I just want to say the last uh, several movies Joe has added to his Plex, Hellraiser. Yeah, that's a hard one to find. Good thing you got it quick. (laughs) The Day After, uh, which is a a TV movie. Uh, That's actually a work print. You're not legally allowed to watch that. That's a three-hour cut. Doesn't matter. You don't Sorry, care it just about doesn't exist. It but doesn't again, matter. Joe, you don't need to see. You don't it. watch it. You're not going to care about it. You yeah. just did it because someone told you that. You you don't fucking heard of the day after a week ago. And then let's go through the other titles. Jackass three point five. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a looks like there's a Japanese cartoon that I'm not familiar with. Dario yeah. Gento's Inferno, which is uh, readily available uh, via Blue Underground. Um, uh, looks like another uh, Japanese film documentary i don't know about the shine the dead next door that guy is yeah you're talking about taking money from people well, i've got uh, i've that- got the shining forward and backwards it's the film overlaid on the film played backwards and forwards how can you legally buy that but i'm just saying it's sandwiched in between jackass 3.5 inferno and hellraiser you know what i mean joe, well, are you, those are 40 year old films i mean they've made their money joe come on dude Come on, I'm not gonna, man. I'm not going to yeah. go any farther If you, if you want to fight copyright and you want to fight... Um, <laughs> I uh, do, I do. And you want to fight the public domain, the first thing you shouldn't say is, in 40 years they made their money when they're given 90, okay? You you got to make a more cogent and realistic argument here. Because, one, you're not going to change the world, buddy. No offense. Nobody who's listening to this podcast is going to fucking run for office, take up arms, and shorten uh, the public domain registry or whatever it is. Like you, you got to be realistic because all it sounds like to the, okay. So I'll just, I'm going to make a point here. I thought I would save this for the end, but I'm going to make it now. I have learned over the last six months, partially prior to the trial, but also during it, I feel like there's a contingency of the man with no brain off or uh, office, the man with no brain audience. Um, <laughs> this is just a terrible workplace. Um, the man with no brain audience that watches or listens to this stuff because they view you as, and I, I, there's a term you used to use all the time, Joe, this website or whatever, the people that you laugh at. What, what is that what called? What do you mean? It, uh, said it was cow in it, something cow. Oh, lol cow? Yeah. I think, I don't think, I know. I know there's a contingency of this audience that just wants to laugh at you. And I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. Um, and, and, and if people think that I contribute to that, well then shame on me for those moments, but I don't think I do it all the time. I think a lot of this is we're acting and we're playing and we're having fun, you know, because at the end of the day, Joe, I would love to have a drink with you and sit down and enjoy your company, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so Pepsi blue. Sure. Would you, would you agree with me though, that there's probably a a contingency of the audience that does watch for those reasons? Um, I, they, it's possible they could, but I mean, the thing with, the lol cows traditionally is i mean they get a lot of internet hate from people who watch them and i i really haven't seen any well i've seen plenty of people mention you and chris chan in the same sentence and so well i mean we have we have similar lives i mean if you really look at it and i did that whole big chris chan episode i mean it would make sense that people would draw those parallels but my point is is that i don't agree with that and i don't like that and i think when you make these arguments where you have no leg to stand on you're so passionate about something that you have no contribution to other than you're just the bad guy. Like, it, it, I just feel like it makes you look bad. And like, I don't like that for you. I don't want people to view you like that. I mean, you may live a lifestyle similar to that, but like for you to like want to project that out to the world, it's a, it, it bums me out a little bit. Cause I don't, I yeah, just yeah. don't, I don't want people to think that of you. I don't want people to think that you are like literally, you know, an online waste of space. Cause you're not. 
there's a lot of good things to know about you. And this show is not highlighting those things. I mean, that's not a part <laughs> of the show necessarily, other than like when we when we break break I don't know break characters the right term, but we kind of break away from the man with no brain shtick and we kind of get real for time to time with like I am now. You know, I just want you to know that like I don't I don't think it's in your best interest to take up these flags and just plant them so firmly. I think you should be a little bit more retro or introspective, look inwards and and just realize that the arguments you're making aren't really grounded in reality. They're not really grounded in in fact, not all of them uh, at the very least. Yeah, no, I get that. I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> take a shot everybody. Uh, I was just gonna start. That's exactly what I thought. That comment. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Every time Jeff says, "I understand." And, yeah. and it, again, Joe. Like I, I like. So I'm gonna send you a video. It's there's this guy I watch on on YouTube called Tom Scott. He's a he's a Brit, and he just does like every week. He releases a video about something interesting. And he did a big video uh, last year called "YouTube's Copyright System Isn't Broken, The World's Is," where he yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. how a lot of people hate the way the YouTube copyright system. Uh, works, but really it works most of the time. It's the it's when it doesn't work that it's a problem. And then he basically turns this into an argument about how the real issue here is p the public domain and and people holding onto the rights for things for too long. And that really we need to release things sooner to the public, not in ten years, but I think he posits like fifty. It used or something. to be thirty. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, fifty years is somebody's lifetime. They get enough. They move on, die or whatever, and then they, the world can consume it as is. So if that were the case, there's so many of those films on your list that you could get for free. You could just download online. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that what he's saying is really how you feel, but he's actually trying to view it through the lens of reality. And like he says that like there's the chances of what I'm saying happening are slim to none. Because yeah, basically nothing. Uh, there's too much lobbying. Yes, but at least he's <laughs> making a solid argument. That's That's my position. And I think... If you watch maybe some more videos by him or somebody else that you like, it's. It, I think when you come out here and you go, the ethos of the pirate says that everybody gets to have a little bit of booty sometimes, and then, oh, and yeah. then we share with each other, and then, you know, like when you do that shtick, I, I mean, and I know for you it's not shtick. That's how you actually feel. I think it, it 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 undermines your argument ultimately, and I just think you need to look at it a little bit more deeply than one opinion from Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Plus I mean, you I also think... like getting movies for free, Joe. Just admit it. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy getting things for free. I just, I think... it has nothing to do with copyright. You're not. You get, no, that's what I mean. No. You're not. It's this, you're not really making a point. You're just like getting shit for free. No, no. I think culture would be in a much better place if we were able to use other people's ideas freely. But we're not able to. It takes ninety-five years. Well, I'll tell you, if that was the case, I wouldn't even attempt to write something. Okay, I that's fine. Other people I, will. I think you would see. I think you would see a lot of creative people not work, not fuck around. But they wouldn't but, do it, Joe. That's if, the if, big that, thing. if anybody can take your shit and run with it and make, you know what I mean? Nobody. It takes too much work, and yeah. people put too much of themselves into the art they create to have it be. Well, the protections are there, not just for monetary reasons. It's there because you put so much into it. It's not fair than for some rando to just be like, oh, I'm going to take this and 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 you know, not have to do any of the legwork. Take this universe and. You know, outside of fan fiction, which I have no problem with, of course, but you know what I mean? Doing it from a, you know, a, a legit standpoint where they might make money or they might make a living. No, no, but I mean, but it used to be 15 years plus 15 with extension. I mean, is 30 years not enough? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know now because things are 30 years are, uh, don't mean it. Time doesn't mean anything so much with, with the internet. Uh, a movie that came out 30 years ago was, was 1986. 
1986 is is readily accessible. Everyone's mean, referencing mean, stuff from. You mean '91? Uh, oh shit! My math is. Yeah, nah, <laughs> you it's, lost, it's, you lost it's five years. It's okay. But, but no I, I think Ryan's what Ryan's point is is you that you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Me seeing something from '91 today and being like, "This should be free to the public." That that is a bit shocking because it's not that long ago. Yeah, that's like yeah. Terminator Two, man. Think about Terminator Two. Yeah, but yeah. imagine if imagine if everybody got to make their own Terminator Two if they wanted to. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't some cool stuff no, maybe come out? No, because well, you can. You Terminator can make fan Two films. was good. You can make fan films. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can make fan films, and that's fine. Well, the the studio Everybody can strike does. those down. I mean, so, some of yeah, those have been struck it, down by the studios. Yeah, but so few of them actually have. They are everywhere, man. They are everywhere. The Friday the Thirteenth fan films right now is is almost an industry unto itself. Yeah, there are guys out there. The guy who made Never Hike Alone in the sequel, Never uh, Don't Hike in the Snow, or whatever the fuck it was called. He 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 raised like thirty forty grand. To make that sequel, which he technically can't profit on. But if you think for a second he wasn't buying equipment with that money that he's using for future personal projects, which I would consider profiting, just, you know what I mean? There's loopholes with all that. There are people making carry fan films left and right. I just saw one on Indiegogo. Uh, they're not getting struck down that much. You know what I mean? People are making them. I saw a Scream one a couple of weeks ago. They're everywhere. So people can still scratch that itch. Where they if they want to make something that's within uh you know a certain intellectual property for the fun of making it, they still can. But Joe, I don't even think that that's really what you want. You just want to own them. Like that's what it is. You, you yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I think culture. I think once once you release something in the a culture, I think that partially belongs to the culture. Then. Oh, but Joe, you can't. Like, okay, fine. I'll I'll, I'll bite. If you do that, then you no artist of any venue or, or medium can ever make a living. They can never make a living then. So why would they do it? If you can't afford a place to live, you have to have basic necessities to exist. No artist wants to create when they live in a fucking gutter 24 seven trying to survive. You have to give people the opportunity to monetize their work in order for them to continue to make that work. So there's you, Quentin Tarantino wouldn't be working today if he was still li working out of that fucking porno shop or whatever in LA like yeah you, you, you have to let people make some money and again I you're I think again your core argument is that the public domain is too long it takes too long for things to enter the public domain and I agree with you but yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't be five years it shouldn't be one year it should be something like again like 30 to 50 I think we can all agree on that range for the most part you know, but but at the end of the day, you have to wait to download. Um, I don't know, itchy itchy bunghole. You know, your favorite Japanese <laughs> movie about a butthole with cockroaches in it. Yeah, know? yeah. Because that came out in two thousand and nineteen. So you gotta wait. But can you wait? I choose not to. No. Okay. How about this? If they did change the public domain laws to the previous fifteen plus fifteen or whatever, would you wait? Maybe. Maybe I would. You wouldn't. Don't. I don't know. No. I don't know. Again, Joe, all your arguments are fine. I don't think any of it is the main impetus behind your downloading. I think this is the argument you've created around it when you get stuck in these situations. Ultimately, you like getting free movies. And I think that's the beginning and the end of it, really. Yeah. That's my opinion. But I really think that's that's what it is. Because yeah, you said yeah. yourself, you quit buying. You quit buying movies when you started downloading them. Well, it's much you more. It's much, much more. You had copyright all this bullshit you're talking about when you're buying Anchor Bay DVDs. 
none of this, you didn't talk about any of this, but now, because now you have to uh, occasionally form these sort of arguments in your, in defense. um, Now you've started to throw these other things out. Yeah. You may believe in some of it, but I think ultimately the reason your finger is clicking on that mouse and downloading the itchy butthole movie is because you (laughs) like it in the itchy butthole movie for free and you wouldn't pay for that movie anyway. I, I mean, the uh, downloading is actually, it's much more convenient than buying a physical release nowadays. You gotta wait the 30 days to get it, you gotta put it in your player. Like some kind of uh, savage, you have to get up off your couch and, and stick the disc inside a, a device. And it looks better than anything you got. I no, no, I can download you. Remuxes, I can download full disc images. Does it? No. I, I can do that. Sound, I promise you, if you really put it up against somebody with a real setup at their house, and they're actually got the 4K disc in the player with the correct sound and the it's going to blow your shit away. I mean, no, people, no, no. That's why I'm saying people people can download the full discs. There's zero difference between a, a disc image and an actual disc. It, it's just it's the file. It's a 50 gigabyte file. But you're you're you don't have the. the I'm not going to get into it. There's you can high hook, it, you can hook everything oh, up. High depth digest, dude. <laughs> no, Go I understand. You can hook that. Read. You can hook that into your TV, and it's very easy. You can so, do it so, all with your nice setup and your TV and at everything. At the very least, not to bolster Joe's argument, at a certain point, that original movie is sitting on a hard drive somewhere, and that's where it begins, and it be, gets duplicated on whatever yeah. medium or or thing. But Joe, like, so here's something that I've noticed about your Plex. Um, again, we're back on the Plex again. So I have a Plex library as well. And for me, but much like Ryan, but Ryan deserves the credit because he pays for every single movie he has. Not to say I I have paid for some of my movies and I've ripped them myself, but Ryan has paid for all of his and he, 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 it's the experience. It's the box art. It's the sleeves. It's the insides. It's the outsides. It's the disc. Oh yeah. All of it. I mean, and it's, yeah, it's, and it's supporting, (laughs) it's supporting, um, the movies, because they, they'll come a point where they're just not going to come out, period. You think, well, they're going to get rid of physical media. They're not going to even deal with doing restorations that put on a stream. It's just going to stop, except for the big, big titles. You Then it will become a point where you will not be able to see a movie, and it will disappear. The best you're going to have is some broken down um, um, public domain version. You know what I mean? It takes a physical media company to put the money, it takes a criterion to take something like Night of the Living Dead and do the, re- which is a public domain movie, of course, and yeah, yeah, th- make a nice restoration of it. And knowing that that restoration is not going to be stolen by everybody else, you know, and slapped on their public domain DVDs, you know. Um, but if Criterion wasn't here, that restoration wouldn't happen. And the only version of Night of the Living Dead you're going to get is the crappy blown out awful versions that you, we had for years and years and years, you know? Um, well, I mean, we, we also we, had a good one from, I believe maybe it was MJM, but I remember there was a 40th anniversary Blu-ray that looked good. And I, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's okay. But what I mean is again, who did all that work, a label, a label who's trying to make money. So well, that's yeah, what they, I mean. were, they, you have yeah, to, they were able to make money off the public yeah. domain. I know that, but that's just an example. What I'm saying is, Nobody's putting out movies, whether they're going to put them out digitally or putting them out on disc. Somebody owns them and has to put them out there. And right, we're talking about restorations and we're talking about cleaning them up and taking original prints to make quality versions of these movies so we can see them the way they're supposed to be seen. Somebody has to make money off that. And if there's not going to be money to made money to be made, no one's going to do that anymore. So well, I mean, but if you don't yeah, yeah. support when movies are coming out and you're not paying anything for them, 
and a whole bunch of people do that, then labels and, and people who own these movies, people who physically own them, because there are, there are guys that literally own the film in their garage. They were the producer of whatever it was. And they're the only guy, it's like the only movie they made and it's a cult movie. And they don't have the means to put out digitally. Somebody's got to come with them and think there's money to be made. So that is why supporting, especially the smaller labels and the smaller genre stuff and the cult stuff, you know, that's why that's so important because there will come a time where, uh, you know, there's not money to be made. So the movies aren't going to even be available to stream because somebody's nobody's restoring them and putting them up. You know, a lot of the movies well, that you are taking down are the restorations and the criterion versions of all these things. There are movies that have money put into them to make them look that nice. And if those companies don't get support and especially the smaller ones and they disappear, then this cult movie is going to stay in someone's box in their garage and it's never going to see the light of day. Yeah. But I mean, if like, I, if theoretically the public domain was 15 or 30 years, I mean, people would still be making money off their prints. They made off of public domain films. I mean, they could still do that and but still Joe, make money. But Joe, I think the, the, the thing that we're, nobody's we're... buying public domain movies, man. No one cares about those. Those are the 50 movies are on the same 50 pack. It's the, the beast. Well, because uh, Yucca because Flats it never got expanded. Yeah, the public domain never got expanded. So it is still the same 200 movies. But, but yeah. Joe, I, I think and that's getting, the reality of it. We're getting stuck in the weeds here because Joe, no matter what, you're not going to pay for them. Like there's nothing there's n like if, if every uh, major studio decided it's time to start releasing, uh, let's say they come up with a digital, digital DVD package or something where you get the movie and it's high def highest definition. They do some extras, they do commentaries, et cetera. They basically release everything with some new art. It's just digital, not physical you're still not going to pay for it. Even if it was five bucks, I don't think you'd pay for it because you know how to get it for free. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I've, I've learned like how advantageous it is to actually pirate now. I mean, I don't think I could go back. <laughs> well, okay. So then I, I yeah, then rather than arguing truth. against Ryan's very good point about how these indie labels are doing a service to the, to the film uh, or the cinema snob community. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean that to be derogatory. No, that's right. But yeah, it's just no, like, that's, th that's, it's the people that care about cinema cinema. Like, it's you're doing a disservice to them. And I, I can understand that, especially because Ryan does make a good point. A lot of the films that come from those labels are in your library. You just didn't buy them. So I just, I, I, what I'm trying to get you to do, like on the last episode is just stop trying to build arguments around things that you, that are not really defendable. I don't think you can defend yourself here. You can acknowledge it that this is your position and it won't change. And then it stops. Like, truly, I don't know why it would continue. If you just say, I'm going to do it, I'm going to continue to do it. Nothing will stop me from doing it. Well, okay. I, what, yeah, what, yeah. what more can we do about that then? We can't. But yeah, yeah. I know I'm never going to, I'm never going to change your mind, Joe. I just want you to think about it, especially somebody who, that's the thing is somebody that claims to love film so much and somebody that actually works on movies to be so like, eh, fuck movies. Uh, fuck the people who make them. Um, you know, think you think that it's only like a certain amount of people that are getting the money and you don't think about like all the other stuff that goes into every single release that isn't a major label, you know, yeah. I'm not talking major labels and major studios like Walt Disney and stuff like that, that, that stuff will always be available. And if it's streaming, it'll, oh, there's always money behind it. I'm talking about 95% of the rest of the, the and and fifteen hundred sixteen hundred twenty 20 years of cinema which as the more years go by, the less people care about this stuff that the, even Hitchcock, you know what I mean? And it comes to a point where, you know, there are movies that you're not going to get that you would love to get, that you would love to see 
because there's no money in it because everyone's just taking it all. And if it gets yeah. to a completely digital thing, there's always going to be just like records. There's always going to be the collector's market. And that's kind of what we're getting with, with Blu-rays and, and, and 4k and stuff. Um, and I think that will always exist. I mean, records, if records are any indication. Um, yeah, they went I out of style always, for a while and they came back in. Yeah. And there will always be a, a market for that, especially because the people that really love film are not necessarily um, super worried about the next Marvel movie. But yeah, they'd love to get, you know, an old William Friedkin film from the 60s or something like that. Uh, but, but the only but way knows? some of those... You in, know. in 30 years, a, a MCU box set would probably be huge in some capacity. You oh, know, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I, I envision it happening in some way. I'm sure it probably won't be a disc. It, you know, I, I don't want to say flash drive. I don't know what it could look like. It's just we, the, the, we need a universal player that will last through a couple iterations of whatever physical media could be. That's what we yeah. need. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that I think they're already working on the 8K thing. Well, they, I mean, they started making some 8K yeah. TVs. Well, 8K TVs have been around a while, but the, the problem is, is that for the I, I, not to be direct or mean towards the layman's, but they probably can't see the difference between 1080 and 4K. So sure, it, sure. It, it, you know, you know, like the DVD to Blu-ray gap that took so long. Some people didn't know this. Some people will still say to this day, there's no difference between the DVD and the Blu-ray. Well, and imagine what that would be from a 4K UHD Blu-ray to an 8K thing. You know, they're going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I like my VHSs. Yeah. Give me spookies on VHS. Well, I'm sure the fans have uh, skipped this entire part about Plex servers again. Mm -hmm. um, so, Joe, I don't want your homework to go to waste because Ryan insisted that you oh, needed sure. to watch. Oh, sure. Yeah, I watched, uh, I listened to uh, six hours of content last night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be there. Yeah, that's in and of itself. I'm going to. So, Joe, uh, I, I have one question about that. What, okay. what was said by anybody, even if it was something you said yourself or Tad or me or any of the other guys, what, what truth hit a little too hard for you? Um, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, realize, uh, that I was like, um, I was like, uh, just kind of upsetting you guys in, uh, my, uh, personal life kind of. Uh, just in terms of like uh 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 some of my uh habits or whatever well could you expand on like like what was said that kind of got you to that thought uh just in terms of like just being loud and uh always on joe i well, love you buddy but we've told you that a hundred times yeah. <laughs> on this on this youtube channel alone but like so for instance joe i'm gonna use this as an example because this fits in I was irritated last night. I was sitting down. I had I had made some uh, street tacos. I had to use ground turkey because I, the store was out of ground chicken, but it's fine. It still worked good. The consistency <laughs> was a really little fine, different. Ryan? <laughs> I was a little I don't disappointed. Think so. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Because I wanted the chicken, but whatever. It's I, I'm, I'm a hell of a cook. And good seasonings was fine. So I'm sitting there. I'm eating it, and I see the message, and uh, that we to record uh, today, or and. Um, or maybe it was a message saying, Joe, you got, it was basically saying, Joe, you need to go back and listen to the trial episodes to prepare for tonight. And this is like seven 30 at night. And I figured you were, the, the message was earlier in the day, but I figured since you were responding at seven 30, that was when you had just woke up. Yeah. I just woke and, up. And then you had this moment where you're like, well, I'll try. <laughs> it's like six hours. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy has, unless there's some doctor appointment we didn't know about, or you're going down to, you know, help out with whack-a-mole again you have all the time in the world to give watch or listen to these. You just listen to them while you do other stuff um, for six hours. And the fact that you were already starting to make an excuse 
that you might not enough have enough time to listen to the six hours, which you should have probably maybe already listened to as they were coming out. But whatever, you don't like to listen. That is what it is. But well, so, so I, in I that had, moment, I had the same gut instinct when I saw that too. I was, I was, I, I slammed my hands out. I was like, <laughs> "Come on, Joe, come yeah. on, don't fucking." And that's the stuff that irritates you. It's you. It's you live whatever life you want, whatever lifestyle you want, but. When the lifestyle was was felt at that moment that we was going to creep in and try to postpone the recording, when I know you have the time to do it, you know that was it's those moments. Yes, I'm I get irritated with your lifestyle because then it's it's in, it's creeping in on stuff that we're planning to do. You know. So Joe, what uh, was when you saw that message from Ryan asking you to watch the show and it was the six hours or whatever? What 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 may, prompted you to respond with that? Well, I just, I don't like to disappoint people. So I always like try to like amend uh, my statements. I was like, well, I'll give it my best shot. So like that way, if I fail, it's not as like bad. But I mean, like, I just don't see why you could have failed. It's yeah. Yeah. The, you just have to watch it <laughs> you know? in, in a period of time. That's all it was. It, okay. Yeah. So here's my thinking is that you saw Ryan asking you to do something that it consists of six hours of material. And you <laughs> thought, I don't want to do that. Is that true? Well, it wasn't so much that it's like, um, Joe, it's, it's okay if it is like, you, we're not going to get upset with you. If you say, yeah, I didn't want to listen to six hours. I mean, I, I thought like I might go back to sleep. I mean, I thought, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. So how long had you been sleeping when you were woken up and you saw that? <laughs> well, I had just woken up at 7 PM. I mean, I have a horrific sleep schedule, so it's like, and I we, never know when I'm going to go we've down talked about that, but Joe, you yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. you didn't want to listen to it. That's it. That's okay. And it's, Again, I'm not going to get upset with you for being honest. You just didn't want to listen to six hours of the show. Well, it's a, it's a lot to take in all at once. It's like a lot of content at once. Well, sure. I, I don't disagree. But like you and me are similar in some ways where I can like, okay, when I, when there's a new video game that I want to play, that only happens about once or twice a year. I, 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 I take time off. Like I, I take a weekend, a long weekend. And basically I play that game long enough to, to understand it. And then after hour 10, for the next 40 or 50, there's something playing on the screen next to me. It's it, it's white noise in some ways. But like, you know, hey, I've listened to The Man With No Brain before. I can do it again. You've at least were there. So I could understand if you were playing Binding of Isaac or you were sorting your magic cards or something, which is something that you've said that you like to do. Yes, so, yes. Like that doesn't even oh, yeah, sound yeah. enjoyable, like sorting your cards while listening to our show. I mean, that's that's what um, I did end up doing. I watched like some of the video content just straight on, like looking at the people on the screen. And then uh, sometimes I was like, um, did you just say like, I don't know these actors? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't recognize <laughs> their faces. The faces all blend together. Well, I'm not yeah, sure who no, these yeah, people we, are. You don't know actors. Yeah. Who's this like fat guy with the bowl cut? I don't like him. Joe. You're what? Driving what? Me, you're driving me crazy here, buddy. You got to hmm. stop making disparaging comments about your weight. Oh, well, I don't mind. I'm, I'm okay. No, 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 no. You do mind. You do mind. I'll cut this out, but you do mind. And I've noticed you've been doing it a lot lately. You got to stop, buddy. Mm. Remember we had that yeah. conversation? You don't like hearing it, so don't put it out there. If you put it out there, then the law cow people... Yeah, because I don't know that you don't like it. And I'm, Sometimes I go for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you die, if I know you don't like it, then I won't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so but I'll, if cut, I don't I'll cut know, this out, Joe. I don't want people you know, to know Yeah, that. I assume this because I'm just I'm being out telling you that... that if you don't like something, tell me. I've told you that from the beginning. No, no, I get that. I get that. If, yeah. If the bit, if the bit uh, is you feel it's it upsets you, and I don't mean in a in a real way like the plex stuff because whatever that's real, but like <laughs> the jokes about you and your eating and all the bullshit. 
If you don't like it, tell me. It's not going to offend me. I'll say, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Because I need to know. Because if I don't know, I need, sometimes I need boundaries when it comes to stuff. You know, if I think it's a free for all, I may act as if it's a free for all. And that's yeah, a flaw yeah. of mine and has been since childhood. And, you know, and then relationships, et cetera, have I've had to be given, you know, what <laughs> I think is a funny just throwaway goof. I find out, you know, six weeks later when I'm in the doghouse that it was mean and they thought about it forever. Mm. Um, but for me, it was a throwaway goof because I didn't know, because I'm dumb, I guess, in a lot of ways, I didn't realize that that was so cutting. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. By all means, let me know. I'm, I'm going to say, okay, thanks for letting me know. No, no, yeah, yeah, I, get that, I won't I get do that. it again, and you won't hear it again. You know, I yeah. won't do it again. Yeah, yeah. So okay, that's all. okay, cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, so you you watched the episodes and you you consumed them however you did, and you 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 came away with you didn't quite realize that that we have issues with some of your social engagement choices, i.e., the the loud yelling, the use of inappropriate language or jokes or phrases or whatever it is. <laughs> mm. But Joe, I mean, we've, we've been telling you since week two of knowing you that you can go a little too hot. So do you truly not register that when we say that to you? Or when you hear somebody say something to you negative, like Joe, please don't do that. Do, do you not like being told no? Well, it's, um, it's, it's like, uh, my, my, my volume, it's like really hard for me to control. So it's but, like you have to be yeah, conscious I'll of just it, forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can understand that. I've been told that I'm loud too, and I try to oh, be as God, mindful yes, about it too. as possible. So, but it's like you're you're on another level here, buddy. So that's one thing. The loudness is one thing, but it, there is like many times where we tell you, like, don't stop saying that thing, stop doing this. Like we'll say, hey, Joe, don't say chicks around. <laughs> two seconds later, well, that chick. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, but again, I, I, I I'm trying to tie this to the trial. I feel like this is a part of you don't like being told to do things and it, it has nothing to do with you probably don't want to upset us. You probably don't want to say something that bothers us. But the fact that you're told no, that's the thing you get hung up on. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure. I, I think it's like a lot of times I'll just um, just kind of not like remember to do it kind of. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel like that, though, if somebody asks you to not talk about a certain subject or to not repeat a joke or a word or something like that in whatever social setting it is. Do you, do you take that personally? Does it hurt you? Well, I mean, it, it does depend. I mean, a lot of people just kind of, uh, just kind of like to control what other people say. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, you know, there was a time when I was younger, probably your age, actually, Joe, uh, not to sound like old man, old Methuselah, but um, where, yes, I also would take offense if somebody said that a joke I made or um, something I wrote, um, um, a short story or something was, you know, don't say that or that's that's uh, could be seen as offensive or this and this. And, and I would get offended by it because I felt insulted. And maybe sometimes I also felt a little bit like, yeah, they're right. Yeah, they were right. Um but I don't like being told that I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, I've come a long way since then, but this is how I was then. And I would feel that way. I'd be like, like I'd be with a friend and I, we'd be goofing and I'd be making goofs. And then I'd say something and you, they'd be like, Oh man, yeah, that's not cool. And I'd be like, who the fuck are you to tell me that's not cool. You were laughing at everything here, but all of a sudden this one's not, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. But most of the time they were right. And that's why I was, I was offended. Cause I was almost felt, maybe I felt a little bit ashamed or something. Um, and that's even when I was a little kid, I'd go too far with a joke or something. And, 
um, a, a friend would cry or somebody would tell on me and that I would feel ashamed because I knew, I knew deep down, yeah, that, that was, that was mean. That was a mean goof or whatever. And um, so, I mean, if that is the case, Joe, I, you know, I understand because I, I was that way years and years ago as well. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you could, if you could be more mindful of that stuff in the future, because most of the situations that I think we were discussing is like when we're at my house and we're just hanging out and it's like there, there could be two conversations happening at opposite ends of the room and you're screaming over both of them. And then we'll say, okay, Joe, hold on. You just, you know, you did the thing (laughs) with the baby and the fisting and let's not do that. You know, that's, that's one thing, you know, but the internet show stuff is another thing. So it's like, I, just so I can draw a clear line here, we're talking more about this, the private social engagement stuff when it's just the guys, when it's just us hanging out with, you know, our, our, our circle of people. You know, if you want to do that, that nonsense online, online, you know, we, we, can, we have some control over it in a way that we can let it go out, but we can also tap it down a little bit, you know, with a little bit of a bleep or something, you know? Yeah. So it, it, you don't have to take it personally, but also it helps to not feel like it's personal if you slowly start to listen to what the people are really saying, you know, and really it's just, we want to like, okay, I think Nick said it in um, the part four where he said, I just want to hang out with Joe. Like, I don't want to hang out with Joe Buckley or the real Joe Buck, that the character, he just wants to hang out with you much like Ryan talks about when you guys first met and you talked about Blu-rays, you know, because there is, there is a, I'm not going to say that it's like a, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation, you know, it's a little more fluid than that, but there is a version of you where it's, if it's just you and one person hanging out, it would be great if that could translate a little bit better. If you added another person or two to that, to that group, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's just kind of, it's yeah. Cause it's like, um, I, I mean, I like, I want people to like me. So it's like you, uh, you just try to like entertain them. Yeah, but Joe, we don't always need to be entertained. Like that's a big thing. We don't always need to be entertained. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And kind of like, you know, this idea of you don't like people controlling what other people say. We're not trying to, we're not, you're, that you're, we're a different crew. We're not trying to tell anybody what to say or what not to do. We're talking to you, Joe, as us. We've heard it all before. And there's nothing more raw than we could probably come up just as, you know, the same kind of stuff you do. We just choose not to. So it's not a situation of, you know, you versus this, this faceless them that want to stop you from saying stuff and everything. I, I see where you're coming from on that end, but when it's, we're talking about us, we're not, you know, we're not trying to do that to you. We're just like, come on, chill out. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I feel is it's like, Joe, be Joe, it, you know, be yourself. Not you don't police. need, we're not trying to tell you what to say or what not to do. We're saying, we're more or less trying to say, turn off the bit. It's us. You know what I mean? It's us. Yeah. It's not yeah. about controlling what you're saying necessarily. If that so, makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. In regards to the trial, like what kind of came out in the first five minutes of this episode is if you just said like, like, yeah, yeah, I know last podcast. I know this. I know that I did say it. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like we really would have dropped it. Like that's not just to like save our own asses here. It really, we really have would have, there's no investment there. The investment is that you double down on things frequently. And on top of that, there are certain aspects of your personality that really feed into that. Like, like the 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 idea that you hold these uh, jokesters to such a high regard, and and yet you're using possibly using their material amongst people who don't know them or wouldn't have heard it, 
it, there's just a lot of that kind of combined and it was it was almost like a perfect storm in, in some yeah, in really some was. way yeah and so i so just so you know like we we i don't know what my point is see you later guys <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean hopefully the people were entertained at the very least I mean, you know, it, to be honest, it came to a point where I wasn't worried about the entertainment value because yeah. I wasn't necessarily, even though I, I was making jokes here and there, of course, because it's just my nature, but I was taking it uh, as seriously as possible without knowing anything about the law. I was trying to do uh, the best uh, LA law um, I could, and I was taking it seriously because I knew, because I really had a point with this. It was all of this stuff. If it wasn't necessarily just about my PP hurts, it was about a, just a general thing with you, Joe. We we talked about earlier in this episode of just you wanting to take things and sometimes doubling down and and just not being open with us at this point. And since that's what this channel is about, is opening up the brain of Joe Buckley, I said this is a great opportunity to really try to, within the context of this fake trial, it was a chance to try and really uh, maybe dig in and prove a point about Joe, about you and, and, and this, and maybe it wouldn't work. Maybe it would, but I was playing it straight down the middle. And plus I knew you guys were going to just goof off. And my whole thing was like, they're going to just goof. And then they're, I'm going to have actual stuff and real questions and real st uh, uh, points, uh, at least in my mind, have real points that I'm making and, and you guys are going to be stuck doing the bit and then not know how to answer. And to me, that, that would have been whether you win or lose, uh, that would have been the point of the whole Did thing. Did Joe just get up and leave? Yeah, no, no, I'm here. Okay. No, I, no, 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 no. I itchy, butt, itchy butthole two. Um, mm. the criterion <laughs> cut just went online. Uh huh. Yeah. The cons cut just released. It's an, it's an extra 45 minutes of footage. And oh. it's, and I don't want to get back in the plexing. I whatever you do what you do, I guess, Joe, but, um, I almost sent you a link today because uh, it's July and Criterion is doing their, you know, Barnes yeah, and Noble. Yeah, I saw their half off sale. Does their half off. So all the vendors pretty much do half off to compete with Barnes and Noble. And there's a lot of great titles, uh, including Eraserhead. But then I realized, and it made me sad that you wouldn't give a fuck because you wouldn't buy it. Well, I got and so it. So I couldn't share. You're yeah, the only yeah. person I know I could have shared that to, and I couldn't share it to you. No, I know. I'm just it, saying. It's I'm like, just saying. Yeah, see how yeah, it affects yeah. me. See how it affects me inside. I know. I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's, they're expensive. They're expensive movies. It's a uh, forty that's for a Blu-ray half off. That, on, yeah. That's why it's a big deal when they're nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. You know, some of them are fourteen ninety-five. There's really nothing I'm looking for right now. Um, but nevertheless. So Joe, yeah. I'm I'm really in, in invested in um, Ryan and I. Um, Ryan has the gift of gab. I have the gift of apparently just wanting to hear my own voice. We monologue quite a bit and you're awfully quiet yeah. and I, I, you're listening. I know you're listening. I don't want to claim that you're not, but I'm just surprised at the only times you have a lot of things to say is when it tends to be confrontational about um, like decisions that we deem or like arguments that we deem to be hypocritical, like the, 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 the piracy or whatever, like, do you have, I'm just curious, do you have any long-winded thoughts on anything related to the trial? Is there anything that you walked away with where you where you saw something or after the experience you just sat there and you really thought something about the whole thing? Because I, I want to hear more from you. Like, I just yeah. want to hear from you about mm. this experience. So Are what, you mad? Did this make you mad, this entire thing? All this um, time spent, like, <laughs> talking about you being a, a joke thief? I mean, did any of this upset you or make you irritated or make you mad at us? 
Well, I mean, with the joke thief thing, I mean, that's like a really hard thing to be accused of as like a failed comedian, you know? I, that's like the last thing you want in like uh, a career you're trying to make. Uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that would be really bad if that came out. Um, but like with, uh, I mean, I, I was going to basically like if the if the trial happened, I think I was going to um, just try to defend myself as best I could. Um, but I wasn't sure if you guys had, like, any kind of, like, smoking gun in, like, the audio. So that's why I ended up taking the plea deal. But no, I think, we... No, yeah, I think it's relative. Was in the the smoking gun is relative. We... I feel like Ryan's argument had the smoking gun and, and the connections between your thieving in general, your your proclivity to use bits when before, like, b before the podcast stuff. The connection to Albert Fish, all of that. To me, that's a smoking gun. To you, I don't think you give two shits, and I think that you're like, nah, they don't, they don't got anything on me. Is that? Am I wrong? Well, I could, I could defend those. Did the plex, did the plex thing? Because I feel no, that, I, I think I that's feel pretty that secondary. Because I mean, I'll tell you that my biggest, one of my big pieces of evidence, and I'll spell it out without spoiling anything with a future project that you may or may not release there is you say a line where i don't care about i you don't use the word piracy you don't use the word copyright you it was just like it was made for me you just mm. said i don't care i steal movies right now i'm in the process of stealing title 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 the second i heard that i went to your plex and boom there it was so you, yes, you claimed yes. you were doing it there was proof that you did it and i was like that's gonna if anything was a smoking gun Presenting that to a judge who is also a filmmaker who has expressed many woes about his movies being uh, pirated, I felt those things there, you know, that piece of evidence was going to be a nice little, you know, mm. a nice, that was nice. I was very pleased with that. Okay, okay. And to you see, know, you guys had only got that evidence because I, I shared my project with you, hoping for encouragement. I shared my plex with you guys. We gave yeah, that yeah, to you. No, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I shared my plex with you so you can watch movies. And, well, we can't. Yeah. That, that's like somebody that's caught uh, in a confession. Well, the only reason you, you know, attacking the proxy, the only reason you got me is because I confessed. Like, well, well it'd be like it would be like if I was <laughs> like shoplifting Milky Ways, and like I was like sharing them with you guys, and you turned me in. <laughs> Well, sure, but that would—that's not what we were doing, though, Joe. That's not what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. so no, you that said just was a coincidence. Oh, sorry, I was listening. I would just say that was just a, a happy thing when I was—we were already deep into the doing the trial when I listened, was listening to that, and it smacked me right in the face. I stopped. And I said, "What did he just say?" I mm -hmm. ran to my TV, turned on the plex, and boom, it was there. And I—I I was just like, "Man, there it is. That's what I'm looking for, right there." Well, so Joe, oh, yeah. you, you said something interesting when uh, we, we when we kind of talked touched upon like what were your thoughts in general and you said that like the and this is something that's been clear from the beginning the idea of your name being associated with joke thief is kryptonite to you and like i don't quite see it i don't quite see the connection i know that's how you view yourself it's not how well, i view if, you it may be if, how people if i would like to do anything involved with comedy that would basically uh you would be a leper well i think you know in, in yeah. a certain context Nobody's if if this if this truly was true and you said on this podcast, yes, I use the last podcast on the left bit, you know, like I think people would be able to look at the context of this entire podcast and be like, OK, this is just a bunch of shit like this. That's not yeah. Carlos Mencia, you know, and I hate to keep harping on this guy because I don't know what's where sure. he well, he's, a, he's a dirty thief. Yeah, he's it's fine. No, he's been come on, come on, come on. I, I would assume that he's come to terms with that and at least said something about it publicly at this point. I think I he's still know, maybe maybe he still... yeah, I think he does. 
So says well, that he didn't. But. Either way, I don't know. So either way, he he did that stuff, but it was in a, in a monetized setting. He was doing it on his uh, show, The Mind of Mencia. He was making money at his pod or not his podcast, his stand up gigs. So it's like the, it's a totally different environment where it's just you fucking around with your friends. And like at the end of the day, there's plausible deniability. Even if you said, "Yeah, I did it," well, you could just say, "I was all part of the bit." And there's only one instance of it that we can show anybody. We can't show the monster rain stuff, even though you just admitted to it. So it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's like you. So my my not my qualm. My interest is in this comedian label that you covet. But the contradiction, as I said earlier, I feel like a lot of what you say gets contradicted immediately. Is in your interest in putting out that comedic content. You have no interest in doing the work to put it out. Not completely. You have written jokes before. You do, you do at least show up for the podcast. But if I didn't edit it, if Tad didn't edit it, if um, the, pe the people's movies that you were in didn't make them, there would be nothing of you out there you know, on a comedic level. It's basically relied on, on the, the, the bulk of the labor is on somebody else. So why, why, why aren't you so, why aren't you more invested in elevating yourself beyond the joke thief label to true comedian? Uh, just in terms of, uh, why, because, uh, I don't really like completing anything. Okay. But that, on my own, it's still important to you that you're not a joke thief. Well, yeah, like in, um, if I would want to move into any kind of like comedy thing, that would be a bad look. So why are you con well, you're so concerned about making sure that you have the opportunity, but you have no interest in taking the opportunity? Well, yeah, because that would involve completing something. Yeah. Why don't you like completing things? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I just, uh, it's. Well, since you uh, recognize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can change it. Or get help to change it. Yeah, you know the the the, the old uh, adage or or cliche: the hardest part is admitting something. You know, when you have a flaw or you have a problem or you need help, and the fact that you recognize that you don't like to complete things and that is a problem, because you have a lot of things that are left unfinished, and some of them involve the effort of other people that would like to see those things finished. I'm sure, even yeah, if they don't yeah. straight up say it, because of course they want to. They put work into it. Um, since you recognize that, why don't you make the steps to try and correct that? Whatever those steps may be, like I said, you may need some uh, help or you need or you do it yourself or whatever it is, you know. Um, I don't think I mean, my normal thing is I just ignore it and it eventually goes away. Well, let me tell you something, man. As somebody who had uh, six months of an anal fissure uh, years ago, don't yep. do that. <laughs> it's yeah. just going to get worse until you have to yeah. go to a doctor who's going to put a scalpel up your butt. You know, uh, so <laughs> I want to enjoy that. <laughs> I, I, Sometimes, I remember those conversations with Ryan about that stuff. It was not dude, fun, dude. It was awful. And maybe someday I don't really talk about it, obviously because it's a very private fucking thing to talk about having to, you know, a fissure in your butt. But, um, <laughs> maybe we'll talk about it someday. But mm. my point is, yeah, it's some things you can't just put off because they won't go away, you know, it's. If you really want to do something like this, you want to do comedy, you want a life and entertainment and you, you know, whatever that means to you, you are going to have to face down this, this personal problem of not finishing because nobody goes to see five minutes of an hour show. Mm. You know, we, we Mark Borchardt, the hero to all of us, 
You know, nobody goes to see whatever 46 yeah. frames. They want to see 48 frames. You know what I mean? You yeah, know the yeah. Bit of the, I'm talking no, about. I, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good clip. You know what I mean? So nobody goes to see uh, a third of the Joe Buckley thing. And then, well, we'll forgive that we didn't get to see the rest of it because uh, he doesn't like to finish things. No. So mm. you are going to have to, if you want to continue, you are going to have to address this. And I would be sooner than later. You're a young man, but you're also 26. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta and be you 27. have a lot of stuff that you have a lot of mountains. You got to move before you can get to a point where you could be in that, in that position, uh, you know, just in life in general. So you have a lot of obstacles right now. And you've, you've got uh, in a lot general. of, you've got a lot of, um, uh, what am I trying to say? You, you have a better, you're in a better position than most people when they first start, because you have a built-in audience already, uh, between our stuff and Tad's stuff, mostly Tad's stuff. And you've got people that are willing to help you complete things and they have a track record of finishing things. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you have, you have a lot of tools at your disposal, but this secret project that we've been mentioning over the last, you know, four or five episodes of stuff is it. it it's not for lack of effort from other people. They want to see you complete. They want to help you complete. But there, there, there's a palpable um, tension there when it's brought up. Like it's clear you aren't interested in talking about it because you know that means that means you have to do something. No, no, I'm okay with bringing it up. Um, I mean, I brought it up on Ted's show. So no, it's no, no, like, no. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about you actually just doing. It. I'm saying when we when I talk about it with you, I can tell in you that you don't necessarily. Not. I'm not saying on the show. I'm just saying in general. Me bringing it up just reminds you that it's still sitting there waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just don't see it like you want to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to do it. It's, there's no, it's fine. Just yeah. say you don't want to do it. No, no. It's like I just see like all three episodes on there just still sitting on uh, my desktop. Yeah. And, and the just... only reason they're sitting on your desktop and not out is because you're not doing it. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean? So if the, it's... The, it's one thing to be, you know, waiting on something to be that, you know, I did a, I did a web series uh, that I'm so far the first two episodes I'm very proud of, but I realized I shot on that five, five or six, five years ago. Uh, yeah, I okay. finished, I finished my scenes four years ago and there is sometimes I feel this thing in my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I want to see it. I want to, uh, when is it going to get done? I, you know. Yeah, because um, I think com- I still haven't seen you like in the episode. You have not, no, and it's yeah. completely out of out of my hands. Um, and and there's a frustration there, but there's nothing I can do about it. But in this situation, you know, any for, the only person stopping it from coming out is you, and and yeah, whatever yeah. you have left to do. So any any hesitation or irritation you may feel when you see it sitting on your hard drive, you're in charge of making that go away. By, yeah, by finishing. Joe, you it, could you know literally I mean? get it done in six hours and you could have three three of a thing out in the public i don't know what, what i can and can't say about it it's, you, it's fine it's it's uh it's a podcast um with uh me and old man higgins and we recorded uh three episodes so far one episode is very very bad audio wise because i fucked it up so it's like i'm not i'm not I, i'm care, sure Joe. it's listenable they truly don't care i don't yeah. even know which episode i've listened to two of them and i don't know even know which one you're thinking is has the messed up audio because i think they both sounded fine the, the very first episode, I'm way too loud. Like I'm just clipping constantly. Well, well I the mean, fans don't I mean, care because I feel like you're bringing that up as a way to kind of protect you from what we're saying right now. Because that's right. Yeah, the first yeah. thing you say when it gets brought up is, well, the first episode, and we've told you, don't release that as your first episode, which is what we did with The Man With No Brain. 
I don't remember what the first episode actually was. I don't anymore. We put out four, I think, first. Yeah, but I think it wasn't the... in the order that we recorded them, is it? Or no, is... I think what we did was no, we, we did. put episode four. We put episode four on the other two channels because we thought that yeah, was our yes, best that's episode. What it is. Yeah, but we yeah. did label it as four, and then we did record them. And so episode one was our first one, and our second one gotcha. was our second one, and so we we have been consistent with the okay. So for the most part, yeah, the way, labeling. We at least put out what we thought was our strongest along with the first couple. So you put out episode zero along with episodes one and two, which you feel have improved, you know, quality wise. Um, so, you know, it, I, and I, I don't know if there's still if it's like a, a razor thin or if there's a long bridge here connecting this back to the trial. You know, it, <laughs> we we just want we want good things for you and we don't want you to feel the heat of the the trial oven and the best way to do that is if you get out there and you start producing things on your own and getting new experiences like the oh wait i could say it now because it'll be out the carnival um by doing those (laughs) things you create stuff because like the part of the reason why we haven't made a movie in years is yes i can i can lean on the argument of the budget for a couple of years but if I really wanted to make something, I would find the money. It meant, wouldn't necessarily be the, the right amount of money, but I would find it. I just, I haven't done anything unique and new in years. I've been working the same job for eight years now, or going into eight years, which is the same amount of time that I've been working on those movies. So I, I, I'm not going to get any material out of work, uh, except unless I have some weird random experience. It's been a lot of the same thing day to day. And then I go home, same thing day to day. I just, I have, I have nothing new to say. A lot of that stuff was built up from previous years and anxiety and shit from when I was a kid and whatever. I know you're not going to watch Butcher the Bakers and be like, Tyler Ann sure was anxious as a kid. But there's a lot of the fucking humor and like uh, like the plot of River City <laughs> Panic is all about it's not it's not presented well in the film. But the concept was what if six friends went out on the town and things were fucking crazy and they wanted nothing to do with it and they got wrapped up in it and everybody in town was just fucking dumb and crazy. That was my fucking 19-year-old way of viewing my hometown. Like, it's all there. It's very, it's on, it's very surface level. It's right there. But I don't have a lot of new things to say. So you're not going to have a lot of new comedy unless you start experiencing things. And the experience could just be the stress and frustration of learning editing software, of learning uh, how to be um, motivated to do work. It takes, it takes work to learn how to work. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's worth it. Even when, and I tried to dig up the comment, I couldn't find it. Somebody blasted the prosecution um, on something, and I, and, I, and I buried the comment, but I tried to dig it back up. Um, but anyways, they just blasted us. And even then, like, as frustrating as it was to read that, it's like, I, didn't, I don't do this for you then, guy. I don't do it for you. I do it because I yeah. like hanging out with Ryan and Joe. I like doing it because I like getting the whole gang together. And I like that there's a handful of fans, I don't know, maybe 25 people on the man with no brain who are consistent commenters and they consistently appreciate at least the effort they may not yeah. they may not like the content of an episode because it may be boring to them but they at least appreciate that, that we put effort into this stuff and i i like that yeah oh absolutely yeah, yeah um, I, I think we have like a pretty like um like good fan base for like our first like year and i will say in, this in terms of fans, like we- yeah and speaking of the trial, whoever made that video that kept, and maybe it's because it's, I was front and center and I, of course I'm going to love it. But when uh, me slapping your neck, mm. <laughs> I watched it like six, that was so funny, man. So whoever made that, uh, I, that was props to that. It was just a, a short video where they, they <laughs> should be slapping your neck over and over from that. 
<laughs> that was funny. So you made yeah, maybe, me laugh on that. Whoever, maybe that's whoever made I, that. That was that was well done. Yeah, maybe that's what me and Ted should have done. Is just like take like all the instances, like uh, the time like I licked the raw chicken, or like uh, the time Ryan slapped my belly, and we could have just like made like a, a big like video of Joe abuse. I mean, sure, but that doesn't. I mean, if you made it, but you would have to, you know, you would be creating a defense. You, you yeah, know, the idea true, is you're true. defending the idea that you stole a joke. And so what your defense would be, you stole a joke out of fear or out of bullying. Um, and that could be certainly a bit of defense, but for that defense to work, you'd also have to admit, yes, I did steal, but I, in my defense, I stole because of X, Y, and Z, and then hope your argument was strong enough. Uh, and, and our counter arguments are strong enough that to win over a judge that says, well, yeah, I could see where, um, uh, Stealing my PB hurts uh, could have come from um, all those comedy bits. But the yeah. thing is, you've built up this world that it's all bits. Me slapping your neck, first of all, that was a sound effect. And uh, Tyler added more red. Yes, I did hit, oh. hit your neck. You, but you, I, that there wasn't was, a. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it didn't hurt, but there was no additional red when Joe, when Ryan slapped Joe's neck. That is all me. Like, is that real? <laughs> you didn't add him more red? No, 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 no. There was no red when you hit him oh, okay. in real life. Because I was like, oh my all God, I'm thinking all this. me, the sound, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. everything. Not to say that <laughs> you there's just no, didn't realize your own strength. To, I was about ready to, to apologize profusely, Joe, because <laughs> no. I was thinking that, no, I did all that red because I knew he had a sunburn mm. or something. I, mean, I, I, the I assume Joe doesn't like being hit, period, but it was not as bad as it's represented. No, no. You know. So, yeah, but Joe, yeah, the yeah. thing is, you've also built up this idea and this persona that nothing bothers you. You are Teflon. As long as it's a bit, you'll lick the chicken. Well, hold on a second here, Ryan. Hold on a second, because you're touching on something very interesting here. There is a part of the trial series that is very evident that Joe does not want to participate in the bit. Mm. Joe, oh, yeah. from the beginning, has not been in, in interested one bit in exploring the Tykeables comedy angle. Mm. And <laughs> this predates the man with no brain. So... I remember seeing a news report um, because I, I believe this it's in Illinois. Um, I want to say McHenry, Illinois, which is up north by the suburbs. But, oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, I don't know if this is a new location or something, but um, they had built this store, which is for adults to I don't know what the term is. It, it's it, a baby fetish gear kind of. Yeah, but it's it's also the it their, their explanation is under the pretense that, you know, you may want adult diapers. You may want this. You may, and it has, and some of it's not sexual. It's just you may want to act like a baby. And so, <laughs> let me tell you, it's Jesus. all sexual. Well, hold on yeah. a second, though. The people who who opened the store, they they were selling me on their position. All the people just being like, adults dress as babies. I don't want that shit in my town. Like they looked like they looked crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's dumb. That part of it's dumb. But I mean the the whole gimmick is like it's a it's a fetish. Yeah. So like I was invested in that from the beginning because I was like, hey, that's my state. Look at you, big babies. And so yeah. the Tycles thing has been around a while, but you have never once wanted to bite. And I can't help but think that that would be so funny for you to wear a Tyka Bulls little little rars short talls or whatever it's called. You know, get a binky or whatever. Uh huh. I'm I'm not even joking, Joe. I think that the fans would think it's hilarious. And but you're you're an adult man. You have control over your body. You would be doing it as the bit, but you don't want to. So I'm curious. No, why no, that I is. don't. I don't want to dress like a big baby. I just uh, well, I, that's well, where why? Joe draws the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. It's just like something about it is just not appealing to me. Well, I mean, like, do you, do you do you think it's demeaning? Do you think it makes you it, it literally makes you look like 
we could make you do anything we want. Do you think that it makes you look like you are in control of yourself? Um, I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, it might it might be kind of the same thing if I was like uh, if I was like if you uh, put a dog collar on me and like maybe paraded me in front of town as for a bit. Is that do you you literally draw a parallel there? You think it's like the same thing? Um, I'm not saying you would be wrong. That's just your position. No, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's like similar. I'm not sure. Are, are you I don't think I would be bothered by wearing a Taika Bulls. Hmm. Are you saying, Joe, the comedic value of you and a Taika Bull is not worth the humiliation you would feel doing it? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, okay. I'm not sure it would be worth it. I understand it, yeah. that. I understand. Yeah. As an actor, I mean, there are certain things I wouldn't do um, unless you know, it was an incredible script or something. I mean, I'm would not going to just show up on a movie set. Huh? Would you do full frontal? Um, I, give me six months with a trainer. All right. Yeah. So it, that's a vanity thing. It's not a, yeah, I would, you know, a lot of actors I respect have done full frontal, uh, either in comedies or dramas or whatever. So that never bothered me. Nudity has only bothered me on myself because I've never ha been happy with the shape of my body. I've got too much, too much flab and, and that sort of thing. It has nothing to do with the genitalia part of it. Yeah. If okay. I looked, if I had a body, um, uh, even not even like a, even not even like a Chris Hemsworth in Thor style, like a just, Schwarzenegger, just a nice, no, yeah. I didn't even be just a nice thin, um, you know, abs and and a, you know a fit body, okay, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme style or something. I would sure. have no problem with doing full frontal in a movie because I'd be like proud. I'm like, look at my body, man. Look at my form. But now, no, it, because it would, you know, it has nothing to do. So I don't even want to go shirtless. You know what I mean? Sure. I would have, it would have to be something really funny or dramatic, you know, something um, like that. I, I would feel vanity, you know, but again, it depends on the project, you know, how I feel about it. Um, and so for Joe, the man with no brain is not worth wearing a Taika Bull's little Raj short tall. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what projects would be worth it. <laughs> That's a tough sell. What about a Farley Brothers movie, Joe? <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you. I'll take a Cohen. What, what about David Lynch? David Lynch is making a Shakespearean film. Okay. He's doing Macbeth. Oh, did I cut out? No, you're here. No, no you're okay. Oh, okay. You're good. Um, We're just fascinated by the premise. So David Lynch is doing, maybe it's a short film. I don't know what it is, but he's doing Macbeth. But everybody uh, in, the, in the movie or in the scene is dressed the same. And they're all wearing the Taika Bulls. And for some reason, he comes across you, Joe, on the internet, and he's just fascinated with you and your voice. And he's like, I got to put him in somewhere. I got to fucking put him in the fucking movie. And but the thing is, you got to do the whole scene smoking a cigarette, um, talking about Akira Kurosawa wearing the, the Taikables. Would that would you do that? I think I might. Yeah. OK, so I yeah, mean, yeah, it's all about again, the context. It, it's, yeah, all yeah. About, yeah, it's all, it's all about relative. How, yeah, and I understand. So and I, and I have a question about the Tykables because I, <laughs> I I I really didn't look into it other okay. than what you guys put on. Are these just for fashion or you know whatever, or are they like workable? Like uh, uh, somebody's got incontinent and so they're buying these. I or believe is, you can poo poo are they in functional, them. Well, so, so or are they only being bought by certain kinds of you know what I mean for this fetish thing? So Tykables is just the brand name for their adult themed baby gear so that that includes their diapers their rompers their clothes their hoodies their t big teddy bears anything baby related so they do have a section for diapers 
and I'll I go, mean, they, okay. they do, but anybody who would be buying adult diapers because they can't control their pee and poo would be buying them from, like, Walgreens adult diaper okay. section. They wouldn't be going on adultbabyfuck.com. Well, hold on a second, though, Joe. I think the baby fuck people... Well, I'm sorry. I don't want to say... I think the people who want to be babies would know what comfort really is in a diaper. So I Maybe. Might, I might maybe they them. could. Sure. So hold on a second. I'll read this. Um, they have the doubler booster pads. Tykable's doubler booster pads for diapers are extra long, extra thick, and extra absorbent, about 200 or 2,500 milliliters each, making any daytime product a nighttime product and makes mm -hmm. any extended or nighttime diaper even better. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they know comfort. They've got B-grade diapers. I don't know what the grade means, but B-grade diapers... That's not quite as good as the A-grade. Those are for people on a lower income, but they can still be big babies, too. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, these these are just their low-grade low diapers. These diapers function as any other Tykables product, but sometimes the inks are not aligned correctly. So mm -hmm. it's... God, they, they just man. sell their, their shitty diapers for cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know <laughs> Pre-worn diapers. So their clientele for this is not your standard person with incontinence issues. These are people that... Uh, you know, or enjoy just dressing like this. Yeah, is that well, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, and fascinatingly, all of the the models from this are like they look like 20, 20 year old dudes and girls. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, they got, they got sure. life going they're for them. Paid. Hey, well, they're getting I mean, their foot in the door. You know, <laughs> it, I just models. Think it, it would be like somebody who's fifty, who's like their career's already over. <laughs> it never, <laughs> never even happened. Yeah. Everybody looks like the uh, the guy from My Pillow. <laughs> Jesus, this guy's fucking ripped. <laughs> He's he's wearing uh, little Cammy's little briefs. Aww, <laughs> but he's fucking. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to take care of him myself. I just want to. I just want to powder his butt. Okay. No, I'm There's just a saying. Movie. There's a movie from the '70s um, called The Baby, and oh, it's I about, heard about that. Yeah, it's it's very odd. I, I recommend checking it out. But it's very. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a horror film, um, and I, it might even be on Amazon Prime. It's it's gotten out. You know and. A lot more stuff over the years but um it is and i haven't seen all of it to be honest with you but it's a it's about a a, a guy you know, he's a full-grown man but i think the idea is his parents never like let him develop they never and so he's he's a full-grown baby and he's in a, in a crib and everything yeah his and sisters a, are like great like getting him with a cattle prod whenever he misbehaves and he's got like a big binky and yeah I saw like maybe the first 15 minutes and years ago and I, for some, I, I was, I didn't think it was a bad movie for whatever reason. I didn't finish it. Um, and I haven't revisited it, but it's one that pops up a lot. on like, uh, you know, with those weird horror movies you haven't seen and it's from the seventies. And, um, but yeah, that, that just, that's what I think of every time you talk about these Tykables. This, uh, this, like the Tykables would be like a, an amazing present for the baby. He would love to get a brand new pair of Tykables. Well, so Joe, I think the the other elephant in the uh, retrospective episode room is your thoughts on Tad's performance, mm. both as your attorney and as uh, some sort of internet comedian. Um, <laughs> because I'll share my personal thoughts. I know Tad's going to listen to this, so um, I'll I'll try and keep it short and concise. I th I appreciated Tad's um, dedication to the bit at first. But I think he ran out of steam uh, really quickly, and I, 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 he did make me laugh out loud a couple times when you guys were sitting on the couch. Um, yeah. But I think overall, the the lawyer with the tag on the thing, like that, played out really quickly. And then when we got to that last episode, again, you know, so we had shot most of this back in March, 
And so when I finally got around to editing stuff and we hit that last episode and I, I, I completely had forgotten. He's like wearing, you know, what could be a garbage bag, but it's just like a, a ripped open shirt. And <laughs> he, he's was, he was going for samurai. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And like, personally, I don't think anything that you two did landed in that last episode. I think one, because you, you were feeling the heat. And two, because I think Ted literally just looked like he was tired. Mm. <laughs> so well, I think I think both of us I think both of us are playing disappointed, kind of. That's what I was going for, at least. Okay, mm. but did you guys, if I recall correctly, did you forget that we were recording that that day and whip that shit together in like twenty minutes? Well, I think what happened was we recorded another podcast. I think we did a Let Me Tell You About That Day. Okay, so we might have been out of steam from that. Well, what are your thoughts on on Tad? And no, the... I thought I, I appreciate that he uh, he uh, came on and uh, helped me out with my defense. I thought he did a good job. Okay, yeah, because um, I mean, like, uh, I I wouldn't know where else to get like a lawyer. I don't know any lawyers. <laughs> Were you, would you well, actually look for a real lawyer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Son and sons. I'm going to son and sons. <laughs> uh, that would have been fa- that would have been amazing, Joe, if you actually brought in a real lawyer. It was just like destroying everything we did because oh, you yeah. know, we don't know what we're doing. And I would have loved that. I, I just spent a grand on like an internet joke. You know, I think that's but, the only counter, Ryan, because we were playing it straight the whole way through. So yeah. if Joe, if you came at us at even straighter, straight to harder, you know, oh, yeah. with a lawyer, <laughs> like ultimate I straight man, I think it would have scared me a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I would have had, I would have been like, man, I, my bullshit, I'm going to have to up my bullshit. You know, I mean, yeah. I was already high, you know, high on my bullshit game. I was really going to have to crank the bullshit and the double talk uh, <laughs> if, that, if there would have been a real attorney um, coming in on it. Um, my thing with with Tad is uh, it, it, he did what he wanted to do, whatever. But I really wish he would have been himself and tried to do a defense, you know, to, without without the goof. I wish he would have come kind of at us as we did him because Tad's got his own personality. He's got his own thing as fans of his, his show know. And I felt he was out of his element doing these bits because that's not the Tad I recognized from, let me tell you about that. You know what I'm saying? And I would have, I would have, th- I, I think it would have been fun to, um, for Tad to go head to head and be as serious as, as we were, you know, um, just being himself, I think would have been, would have been something. Well, but. and to kind of <laughs> aid my point and, and double down on what Ryan was saying, um, a little fun fact here in the recording process of making these episodes. So, like I said, we recorded the initial episode back in, you know, January or something. And I think it got released in February. We did the second part. And then after that, um, we had recorded, we, we agreed the prosecution needs to do a video and the defense needs to do a video because it'd be really fun if this goes to trial that you could see our. Yeah, growth, all of our evidence and yeah, kind of just just what we were thinking before going into it. And it wouldn't get released until after the trial was done. That way it didn't influence it. And so we did the the nearly two hours of just kind of straight t- discussing it, you know, with Nick and Trevor, um, and, and me and Ryan. But that the beginning of the defense video with the six minutes of just you and Tad on John's couch, that's <laughs> what you guys turned in. That was yeah, it. Yeah, uh, we we misunderstood uh, kind of what we should uh, be doing whenever we made that. Well, yes, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think you misunderstood. I, th- I think that maybe the just the motivation level wasn't there because you guys were building an argument, you know, or a defense that that exists. We saw that, 
the yeah. issue was is that I think you just you just didn't really want to have to lay it out <laughs> and um, and make it make it work to the people. You were gonna wing it on the day. Is my thought. We uh, we thought you wanted a very general overview, which is why we did just like the basic points we kind of had. Sure, sure. Even though I told you we did two hours, but sure, sure. Um, <laughs> True. So, but but anyways, so when I was going back to getting back in the swing of editing things again. I fucking knew. I'm like, after this hiatus, if I release six minutes of Joe and Tad and two hours of us just talking, oh, the fans would not be happy. So, uh, Joe, when I had to bring you guys back in to sit on my couch, um, and it's a little bit nicer. It's a little bit nicer. Sure, thank you. And, it's comfy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, watch all this stuff back. What, is there anything that you gleaned out of that uh, that you didn't realize before, whether it was from the fans' evidence, from you and Tad riffing on the couch? I think we would have had, like, a real good shot of just um, using my pee-pee hurts, like, as a colloquialism. Um, I know as, what you're a, as, like, a thing, as, like, a thing that just, like, an infant says. It's kind of, um, it's kind of, like, in the ethos as, like, um... Like any time, like an uh, a small child hurts their genitals, like they only know how to say pee pee, so they say my pee pee hurts. Well, Joe, you're not a child; you're an adult man. But that's that's what makes it funny. That's what would make it funny if a grown man was saying my pee pee hurts like an infant and made that his catchphrase. And my argument would have been: it's not just about the phrase; it's about the way you said yeah. it. The yeah, way yeah. you said it from your favorite podcast about your favorite serial killer. <laughs> well, my my favorite podcast uh, is Come Town. I would like like you to know and uh, i i listened to like yeah. um i've listened to a couple different like serial killer podcasts i like last podcast um i did my favorite murder i did like lore they did some episodes on serial killers yeah. okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's in the podcast world it's uh that's a that's big business all the true crime stuff that's huge yeah oh absolutely so yeah you can make so much goddamn money if you just talk about people who got decapitated <laughs> and we do on the level of movies that just make believe yeah, yeah. <laughs> the massacre is going on in there, uh, all on screen. It, it's not quite as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, back to the to the trial. Um, we we Ryan and I, in particular, as well as Trevor and Nick, put a lot of time and effort into that plea deal, like literally writing it out. We we did research into what uh, plea deals would look like. You know, yeah, trying yeah, to make it's, sure it's like four or five pages. It's actually like eight or nine, but anyways. Ooh. Um, <laughs> The, but the whole idea here is that we wanted it to be as real as possible. And also we took elements from the Alfred plea to make sure that it made sense. You know, we called it the Bubby plea. But is there anything, was there anything in there that caught you off guard and you thought was funny? Whether or not you laughed out loud, which you really didn't, at least that we could see. But is there anything that you thought, okay, that is kind of funny? Yeah, I thought I thought the Zach Funko Pop uh, thing was funny. Because I'm always harping <laughs> that. I'm always poking him in the side about his Funko collection. So, okay. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Um, let me think. Um, I it would it would have been funny if Sean was still here. If I actually did go to like his um his uh open mic stuff and just kind of like follow him around and try to <laughs> do his instruments for him, because because you'd show up and he wouldn't know why you were there. He'd be like, "What trial?" <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'd probably uh, never, you know, the man with no brain. I don't think is, is I, so. I think Sean is bad. on Malevolent Movies circa 2019, 
So he'll get here in two more years. He'll get to the Mexico brain eventually. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, yeah. Joe, what do you mean? What You stole a joke? What joke? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm your roadie now. I'm supposed to give you head. Oh. <laughs> it was part of the agreement. Uh, okay. so, so, <laughs> you're at the lone buffalo and you just yell that. And all these people. Yeah. I'm all supposed to give Sean, equipment. when do I give the head? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They said you get to put a red snapper in me. Um, so there's what? there's something that I'm disappointed that that you didn't mention here, and I'm trying to find the language. Um, okay. Uh, count one carries a maximum penalty of a, of an up to 24 hours live stream. Yada yada yada. Defendant further understands that with respect to count one, the judge may also impose the wearing of a Tykeville's little rar snappy shortalls and double XL adult diaper. The judge may also impose that the defendant admit on said live stream to having committed oh, auto sodomy yeah, yeah. with the aid yeah. of one's own feces. Now, for the fans at home, this is a long-running inside joke amongst our gang. I don't remember when it happened, but there was a time where we chanted, Joe fucks his own ass with a turd. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Joe fucks his ass with a turd. Joe fucks his ass with a turd. Yeah, so, God, I don't know where that came from. Did, yeah. If that was in a Malevolent Movies video episode that didn't go up, or if that was just something we... I don't know when I don't think it started, it would, I but I... It might have been around a recording, but I don't think it's in a recording. I think it was just us fucking around. Yeah, and I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what created the concept. I don't know where the imagery came from. All I know is that we were chanting that for weeks. Yeah, it's just you're, you're, picturing, you're picturing me naked just completely like bent over with a hand mirror. With a with a big solid lump, just ooh, 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 ooh. I understand. <laughs> did, did, when we said that, or when Ryan read it, did you understand what it was from? No, I I, I remembered that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was really hoping that when you would say something about it, but you didn't. You were awfully quiet about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I just didn't want it to become reality. You know, I just want I want to keep things out of my ass, even my poop, even uh, my own poopy. You said some <laughs> things that make me question that, Joe. Hmm. What? 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 Well, I think what? you said at the top of this episode something about lubing up and digging in your ass or something. Well, oh, who, oh. who knows what a comedian says about their own ass? That reminds me. Uh, one of the things, my girlfriend's parents own a couple of car washes as like a side venture. Um, and she sometimes goes and helps clean, uh, clean them up, you know, um, go and make sure the garbages aren't overflowing maybe once or twice a week just for some extra cash here and there. And the other night she went out there and uh, like by, they get some rocks and, and, and it kind of behind and some people throw junk back there and in the rocks, there was a butt plug. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she took a picture and sent it to me and I was like, where the fuck is this? You should have <laughs> home for some playtime. <laughs> I said, well, I said, I said, don't bring it home without, uh, you know, hitting it with some sanitizer. Stick your grouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free butt plug, free butt plug. But like, no I'm way. Thinking about, like you go to the car wash and, you know, a lot of people so take that, that moment to throw their crap away. Sometimes they throw handfuls, uh, fistfuls of coins in the garbage, or they just suck up all the coins with the, with the um, uh, vacuum. vacuum cleaner. And we take those out. We'll take them to Coinstar and get like 50 bucks. Oh, hell it's yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy that people, what people throw away. But um, just like somebody was cleaning out their car, the car wash was like tossing shit out. McDonald's cup here and old Coles receipts. I'm like, oh, butt plug. Well, I don't need this no more. I already took it. I, I graduated to I a just, bigger one. I don't need this one. There's just a bigger world going on uh, there that I wish I would have known about. What, what the I, fuck? What's the I story think, behind the butt plug being in the rocks? I think what might have happened was they were washing off their car, right? They got the car all nice and clean and sparkly. And they were like, 
Hmm, you know what? I still have this butt plug jammed up in here. Let me just get my ass a little hosing. And then you, you take it. <laughs> yeah, and throw it away. It it, it was uh, like a pink diamond. Uh, and, Ooh. Or I don't know yeah. what the hilt. I don't know what they call it. That, <laughs> the that, uh, that's my pole. biggest fear is that Joe <laughs> Joe's going to be just like leaving my house one day. I'll be standing in my garage waving goodbye to him. And then all of a sudden I'll just see something rolling down the inside of his pant leg and it'll just roll out uh, onto my driveway. <laughs> and, and then we'll just both look at it. We'll both look at each other. I'll turn around, walk inside, and then I'll look on my camera because I have a camera in my garage. And I'll see Joe go get in his car, turn it on, drive down the road, come back, get out, pick it up, and then go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and and you know, you know, being Joe, it's going to have a tail hooked to it. <laughs> Probably a cat tail, but it could be any any sort of animal. Horse oh, tail. I don't be know. Something weird. It'd be like a rat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I want to fuck the rats from Secret of Nim. That's my fetish. Oh god! Don't ruin a good, a decent, well, uh, a good kids movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you seen the Secret I, of Nim, Joe? I haven't. No. I mean, maybe oh. whenever I was like a little kid, I might have. Yeah. I want to fuck all the rabbits from Watership Down. Okay. Just oh, changing gosh. the name of the the IP. The joke was the same. Oh, what? Well, well, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I have I have a question for Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, out of all the saga of the trial, the six episodes and everything in between, because this bled into real life a little bit, what oh, yeah. was the most satisfying thing for you? Um, honestly, I was watching Joe's face crumple when we hit him with the evidence and he was like, wait a minute, what, well, what is, what, what, what evidence? Or like the episodes of the show. Well, what exactly pieces from it? Like he wanted us to tell you which lines, like it, you know, we're like, like it mattered. I mean, you know, you know. It was just watching all of a sudden, all because we knew he hadn't been taking this seriously. We knew that he and, uh, he and Tad were not really putting much effort into it, as the six-minute video previous we knew about. Um, so all of this, it was just that moment where all of a sudden the facade dropped and Joe quit stroking the, the fish or whatever, and the shit became real. And, and the plex was part of it. And it was just that moment. Of satisfaction, Mr. Joe Buckley always throwing a bit, always doubling down. In that moment, though, it was like, you know, the I could hear the record scratch in his brain. Mm. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? Well, hold on a minute. And even Tad knew, so because Tad's like trying to calm me and calm Joe down. He's like, he's like, no, trust me, I got this. And, 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 and that was the satisfying moment because that was the moment where it felt like all the bullshit I've been I've been diarying out of my mouth in each of these videos, something actually hit Joe and stuck a little bit. I was like, okay, it's all working. <laughs> mm, you finally and, got me. You know, well, that so- one moment, I was like, oh, something I said broke through the, the you know, the silly little skit that we'd been watching with the two of them and actually got to Joe. And I was like, all right. So Joe, in the pre-trial video, um, it famously ends on a cliffhanger where you announced that you would like to take the plea. Now, did did one, did you know that you would probably do that going into that recording? And two, by the end of it, did Tad know that you were going to do it? Or is his look of surprise true shock? Yeah, no, no. We both had no idea. We were going to do, uh, we were going to do the trial. Okay. Wow. Okay. So what Ryan just said, that really did get you. I I just, uh, I didn't know what I was up against after that. So I was like, okay, I'll just take <laughs> well, it. Well, you could know if you listen to your own show. Joe? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ex- perfect example. Not even listening. <laughs> no, I'm listening. 
Okay. It okay. used to be Joe didn't listen to the shows after they went up. Now he doesn't listen to the shows as they're being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a good way to do it. He's one step ahead of the game at this point. Oh my so god. So when you stopped recording that that cliffhanger plea deal episode, what did Tad say to you when we were all done? Oh, he was fine with it. I mean, it was my decision, so he was fine with it. I think he wanted to go to trial. I think that would have been fun, but Yeah. Yeah. Um, did actually, he have any big ideas for the trial? Like, no, not really. I think we might have whipped the gun out. I'm not sure. Well, okay. So in that episode, that that recording goes on for about another 15 minutes, um, where we are in a more honestly discussing the elements of the plea deal, which I didn't want to give away because it kind of undermined the whole gag with the actual plea. Um, but it does end with you taking the gun from Tad and pretending to shoot him. So I, I, I don't know if that's what Tad meant in the next episode where he's talking about how he's like, he's a new man. If he met yeah. literally because you had killed him or, or what? Uh, but it was just, I just couldn't not end it on that moment. When you say that and Tad's face of, Gah! yeah, that was a great, that was a great spot to end it. Uh, and a little yeah. bit of a, uh, uh, Richard, or um, Joe Victory in there from uh, yeah, Egon's Unicat. Uh, Unicat, Joe Victory line of freedom. I stole the Ooh. stole the 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 name so I could use the song. We're never going to let you, you know, go, Roger Sean. Corman style. <laughs> yeah. So okay, but, that that's interesting to know because I I thought maybe you guys knew you were going to do that. Um, you were going to take the plea already. Um, so that's interesting. It, it puts a little bit more weight behind that moment then. For me, yeah, yeah, least. yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I was, I was kind of like, uh, I was going over the options in my head as that was going on. That's why I kept saying like, "Oh, I need more time. I need more time." Okay. And that's why I was giving you more time. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I said you could take time. I, I had to repeat it eighty times because I understand. You know, I, I understand. I kept, you know, I was like, they're just not hearing me. They're just not hearing me. <laughs> now, no, Joe, what? if we had gone to trial and you were actually found guilty, would you have been legitimately upset? Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, it would, I think it would kind of depend on if people were um just kind of like listening to the uh kind of like the fences I were laying out or not, or if I thought like I would maybe got steamrolled or something like that. I'm not sure. So you would you like so you would hope that the fans would come to your defense and overturn it, much like the insurrection. They would come and overturn <laughs> the verdict of the trial. No, 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 I just mean in terms of, like, the judge and you guys, if uh, if I was able to get my arguments out. Oh, you would have, yeah. We would have yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro yeah. proper trial procedure. There would have been opening statements, closing yeah. arguments, all of it. Yeah. Um, it, it would be cool if the fans just uh, demanded my release. That would be cool. I mean, but there's really no stakes, and they can demand, you know, I mean, <laughs> what, hmm. what are, the, what are, what are they going to do, you know? They they might send poopy to our mailboxes. Not, not share the videos. I think they've already. <laughs> they've got your address. They don't got mine. I get my address at the people who want it. That's fine. People can just have my I stuff. I know you do, and I, that's bizarre to me. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's like anybody can find out where anybody lives pretty much just by searching it. So I'm fine with that. But well, you live like 18 different places, and then they just kind of. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It's fine. If people want to send me a bomb in the mail, that'll be an interesting no, story. Don't do that. Not even <laughs> what, as a what, joke. What? what? God, the last thing you need, Joe, is the actual FBI showing up to your house. Mm. <laughs> I would chat with the FBI because they they they'd probably have a dog that can sniff all sorts of things out. I don't even yeah, want to know. Yeah, data. <laughs> they can sort out. Sure. They can sniff out megabytes. I don't. They might actually be able to do. They, I bet they have dogs that can sniff out like technical equipment, like hard drives or something. 
Mm, I've just got it hidden under my bed. I've gotten jammed underneath my mattress. I don't want to know what's in them. I, no, I was gone it's for films. a little bit. I, the internet was gone. I came in with talking to my dog, sniffing, and Joe jamming something in his bed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about like the FBI showing up to his house because of the potential bomb a, a fan would send, and then you know oh, what, what okay. they find as well while there. They they get me for a glass hitter and a bunch of stolen movies. Well, the FBI shows up and says, we know a bomb has been sent to this building and it's in this package and they open it up and it's just uh, Twin Peaks The Return. Mm. <laughs> no, it, it is a bomb. It is. No, it's a bomb of creativity it exploded over the television screen and changed it forever. <laughs> we were not. We have to call in the experts. We were not prepared for a bomb this huge and this heavy and this intense. So Joe was at my house. Uh, I don't remember what it was, Joe, if it was me giving you the, rec- I think it was me giving you the recorder to go to the carnival episode. And, uh, Joe tried to squeeze in on my redacted and mm. he was talking with me and Lisa. We were at, in my kitchen. I said, Nope, Joe, no, you can't do it. Like you, I'm I, taking it back. No, hold, well, hold on a second. <laughs> I said, absolutely not, Joe. You can't say it. And you're like, no, I can't. The trial's over. I'm like, no, that's the point of the trial. You've been convicted. You're guilty. You can't use it anymore. And he's like, well, I'm going to take Redacted. it back. Um, Redacted. Back. But he said it in a way that it was very, it was very Joe when he wants to know, well, what, what's the evidence that you're using? It was very much like that. Joe mm-hmm. did not like me telling him, no, 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 no. And so, uh, I, Joe, I'm telling you right out the gate, if you try to pull him Redacted. in any of this, in fact, every time I say my, Redacted. it's getting bleeped. It's mm. all getting bleeped yeah. forever. It's so, like, speaking of Tarantino, it's like uh, Beatrix Kiddo saying her name every time in Kill Bill. It gets bleeped. Not in part two, though. Well, we're not I'm talking about that. I'm thinking this is that. the part two. This is the part two of this Kill Bill. This is volume two. This is volume one. <laughs> it yeah. should be. <laughs> no, though, I think, I think now it's kind of like it's a meta thing. It's like a thing about the show. So it's like, I, no, I'm taking it no. back. You're not taking it back. And if there was ever a chance of you taking it back, there needs to be time between uh your your uh conviction via plea deal and when you take it back the Mm. dust has even you haven't even done your punishment yet so no there'll be no taking it back if you're going to use that phrase and i'm not even going to say it if you're going to use that phrase it's got to be in the privacy of your own home amongst uh your cousin and but if you say it on other mediums um, you say it on, on, uh, let me tell you about, or passing the, or the, the, whatever your show. Um, no, that's part of the, you, that part of the plea deal, Joe. And the idea and our end of it is we won't bring this up again. We're not mm. going to bring up this subject again. We're yeah, putting yeah. it behind us. That was part of, that was our uh, end of it. That was part of our deal is that we'll put this to bed after the punishment it's done. We're not going to constantly call you Joe, the joke thief or remind you about it. We're putting it behind us and moving forward, which yeah, we assume but, is what you want. Yeah, yeah. But it's like even OJ got to write his book if I did it. Joe, if you want to write an entire novel about this experience and, and all you have to <laughs> yeah. do is, is avoid the phrase redacted throughout it, go for it. By all means, again, add to the to the Kaufman level of comedy here and just keep extending it. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the only way you, that's the, oh, I'm going to say it right here. That's the only way you're allowed to use the phrase. If you want to sit down and write an entire novel or a, t- a biography, autobiography of your experience of this trial, and, uh, <laughs> then you can, and you have to give it to us and let us read it. And after we mm. read it, then maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk. But also so there, you, there, there you go. Why even you, go you, back? Why even want to do it anyways? Because 
you've done it enough. You, you, know, you know, even you have toned down the yeah, yeah, yeahs over the years. Like, everybody, we've heard it, you know, it's it would be like if What's-His-Nuts from fucking uh, The Big Bang Theory, after the show was done, he kept saying Bazinga. Shabang! Oh, yeah, Bazinga. Yeah. <laughs> Shabang! <laughs> Shabang! <laughs> but it's like... There you go. There's your new one, Joe. You gotta leave it on the floor. This this was the mic drop moment for My Pee Pee Hurts. It was dragged over four, six months, whatever it is, and like 12 hours of content. But hey, it was a big blowout. It had its yeah. day. And I'm not saying it's time for a new uh, fucking catchphrase. I'm just saying it's time for some new comedy. Yeah. I got a new Let's one. I got a new catchphrase already. What is it? Shabang! Mike! Mike! No, Let's it's too much like Mike. Redacted. Yeah. No, it's completely different. It's a leakage. There's leakage involved. To be... No, I don't want your catchphrase to be a complaint about something malfunctioning on your body. <laughs> I want it to be something new. Not any. I don't. I don't care if it's your toe, your butthole, your left earlobe. I don't want to hear about any part of your body for the next catchphrase. Oh, my toes in my butthole. <laughs> <It's> in, <laughs> That's a good catchphrase. I think yeah. your catchphrase just can't even start with the word "my." Mm. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, I mean, the whole thing of the uh, catchphrase is. I mean, I thought. Like, going in, that's like a ridiculous catchphrase. I might as well try to make it happen. And that would be how it's funny. I don't think you put that much thought into it. I think you said, Redacted. You gotta laugh so you did it more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you really there thinking pushed about it. culturing you know pushed a catchphrase. It. Yeah, yeah, you know, catchphrase is like, uh, you know, um, what the hell? Speaking of Andy Kaufman. Um, um, God damn it. Henry Winkler, the Fonz. You oh, know. hey, hey, <laughs> or, or Tim Allen doing his, his noises. Or, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense necessarily, but it's something that catches on. Joe, yeah, if you want to yeah, yeah, do Tim Allen's hell, thing, you but can that do was it. your thing. Wait, wait, you said I could steal Tim Allen's thing? Yeah, do the Tim Allen thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you just <laughs> <laughs> hearing it out of you, it's just. You know, right, let's do, let, here, here, Joe. Let's 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 say the Tim Allen thing is your is your your borrowed catchphrase, and we're gonna you okay. figure out a good place to use it now. All okay. right. So, hey, Joe, um, my door to my bedroom, the hinges are broken. I need to know: do I use a, a sixth, fifth socket wrench, or do I use a, a, a chainsaw? What sort of uh, Binford tool should I use? Oh, uh, why don't you use oh? <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense, but I knew it would make me laugh. I thought that's how Tim Allen, I thought that's what his character would do. <laughs> Jesus, Joe. Hey, Joe, uh, how many uh, old Japanese cartoons uh, did you steal for your Plex this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Tim Allen. I really like them. Oh. No, Joe, what you should have done is should have gone, did I do that? Oh, Urkel. Yeah, Urkel. I, I like Urkel. Oh, fuck you. Where did you, you hear that from? Where did what you, you mean? hear Urkel from? I, I thought that was an episode where he's cool Urkel, and like he's Urkel, and he tries to get in that woman's pants. Uh, okay. You I know, know there's an episode where he's like, isn't he? I think he's playing his cousin. His cool I, yeah, cousin. I believe it's something like remember, that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember if there was a name. I mean, I know he had a name, obviously, but I don't know. I don't think it was Urkel. <laughs> I believe it was Urkel, and he was, was like, it? he was okay, sly, and he was trying to get into this chick's panties. Steph, I'm I'm reading this, so I don't know the actual like phonetic way I'm supposed to say this. If that's even the right word, 
Stefan Urkel, U-R-Q-U-E-L-L-E, is an alter ego character of Steve Urkel. Um, so I don't know. Maybe well, Joe is right on this. It one. makes sense. I believe. The, I believe I saw something like that. Yeah. Because I makes think, sense. I, I figured you were that. just saying like you, you didn't want to say Urkel because people online call him Urkel. Oh, but, yeah. Well, it's too plebeian for someone like me, for plebeian? some of my fine tastes. Yeah. God, Why you're the like fuck boss are you still talking about family matters on the internet, Joe? Get a mm. different group. Go to a different forum. Come on. <laughs> no, I love my forums. What forum? I go to, Come on. I go to what, r slash. Are you slash... On step by step one next? No, no, no. I go to r slash true film. But fil- movies got taken over by the squares, so we we went over the true film. Uh, yeah. Okay. But you can't really talk about anything if you don't see it. <laughs> no, no, I can talk about the lighthouse if hey, I want to. We should just rip off that entire and because we're saying we're ripping it off, we're okay. Uh rip off that entire Stefan Urkel thing so that and make an alternate Joe. What would mm. be the cool Joe Buckley? Mm. Maybe um Joseph Bouclay. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be it would be what's a cool way to say Joe? Or an exotic way is. to say Joe. <laughs> It'd probably be like Jack. Jack, <laughs> um, Jack Buck, joke, Ho- Jose, no, <laughs> and he's the cool cousin from the city. Mm-hmm. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is going, going on? on? I accidentally kicked my cup over. I'm sure there's not a new leaking now. It sounds like you kicked like the the metal canister that would hold fresh cow's milk over. Are you milking yourself? Uh, no, well, I am you not milking out of a my hubcap. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the Buckley family stowed down and out there. They had, they sold all of their cups and they just uh, they drink out of the one hubcap no, they stole. Right. He went to the, the Fast mobile. Nine premiere. He got his token hubcap popcorn <laughs> oh, bucket yeah. or whatever. He mm-hmm. got the uh, the Dominic Toretto hubcap. Yeah. Joe, no, you... we have we have fancy silverware now. We have metal cups and we have metal uh, straws. Okay. Anyways, well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Joe, do you think you could survive um, an, an entire episode of the show as uh, as an alternate character? You couldn't break character. Do you think you could do sixty to ninety minutes as a cool Joe? Um, I mean, I'm not sure because I, uh, I I believe I am cool. I'm one of the coolest people no, I know. You know so. what we mean we mean classic cool. Fonz cool. Mm. Yeah, uh, so I'm I just think not about really... Steve Urkel and how he became cool. He, you know, he went from being uh, obnoxious with the voice, saying the wrong things, wearing the bad clothes. And then when he was Stefan, he was cool. He said the right things. He had a nice timber to his voice. He wore right, the right kind of clothes. He said the right things. So what would the Joe Buckley version of that See, be? That, I mean, yeah, yeah. That I'm not sure because I'm not really sure. Like, uh, I'm not sure what's cool nowadays. I know like a 90s cool. Well, we would start with your hair. Hmm. But it's a podcast. You would you would you would get um you know a, a trendier shorter haircut with some product in it. Mm, yeah, see that that I take issue with right there. And you would get contact lenses. Ugh, those hurt my uh, eyes. Um, or at least uh, cooler glasses. Uh, you know, little little. You get some big inst- fat hipster frames. Yeah, mm. get some big frames. <laughs> I get some nineteen fifties glasses. Empty like glasses. Um. Let's see what I mean. Let's go and just you know, just from a cosmetic standpoint. Yeah, fingerless uh, gloves. In, you'd have to grow. <laughs> you'd have to grow in stubble. I think you. I stand by this that you look better with stubble. You had mm. some stubble in those pictures from the carnival, and it looked all right. And with your hair messed up, you looked better. I thought. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. You know what uh-huh. I mean? 
You look we, a little we've, wilder. We've 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 made the uh, comment multiple times uh, that when you when you slick your hair kind of over and back, um, and you take your glasses off, you look like a young Dan Aykroyd. And Dan Aykroyd back in the seventies, man, he's a handsome dude. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I always wanted to be a blues brother. Well, be oh, yeah. a blues brother, not a blues brother. Two thousand. Okay, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that movie was frightening. Um, did you see it? No, no, never. Okay. You see, I've at least have seen, you seen Blues Brothers. Have you seen the first Blues Brothers? That I haven't seen. No. Jesus Come on, Christ, dude. You live in Joe. Illinois. It's a rite of passage. You live. <laughs> I've seen. Within, uh, if you live within an hour and a half of Chicago, you have to watch and love the Blues Brothers. I've seen Paris Bueller. Well, well, you, you probably were forced to watch that like on a fucking car ride, you know, to the <laughs> Indiana Beach or something. Yeah, in the portable DVD player. I, how I loved my portable DVD player as a boy. Yeah, we know. You've mentioned it. And how you, yeah. you interrupted family gatherings and say, you guys want to watch Little Nicky? No, I would never watch Little Nicky. Absolutely not. Have Disgusting. you seen Little Nicky? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, no, fuck you. Never. No, 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 no. God. Oh, Ozzy boy. Osbourne shows up at the end. Well, good for him. Good it's for fun. fucking him. It's fun. I it know Ozzy fun. means nothing to you, but hey, it's not always nice it's to see Ozzy. It's harmless, benevolent fun, Joe. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't see it like that. Yeah. And the thing is, man, Adam Sandler's got like one, I don't know what I just heard the other day, but who was talking about that? Adam Sandler is like loved. He's got like the best reputation amongst professionals. Everyone in Hollywood loves him. He's just a nice dude. Like, I, you know, you can hate his movies, but it's like, it's hard to hate Adam Sandler himself. I don't know. I, why, if he's so, if he's so beloved, how come in all these documentaries he's in, he's with like a brand new woman. Like one of them forgot her memory. One of them is from hell. One of them's animated. Because it's it's just scenarios where you can mine comedy, and they're very easy. Another thing is they're very easy to understand in other languages. Hmm. So you're so saying like there's like the a big movie's going to play scene. well in other countries too, because these are all concepts that everybody can understand. You know what I mean? And mine for comedy. Because it's not just about American dollars, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get those Chinese dollars. especially be not about American dollars at this point. Yeah. You know? Do you think... Wait, do you think Adam Sandler would play well in China? I mean, it, 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 probably because a lot of it's just uh, physical humor. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's It, I, it, it may not be funny uh, if their culture isn't into that sort of physical comedy but as far as understanding what's going on in the stories nothing about him most of his stories are you know american only you know about it's about a, uh, the son of the devil is going up and getting wacky adventures everyone can understand that i mean you know what i mean the translation isn't super hard yeah you know what i bet there's actually like a pretentious like chinese film viewer and he's like i prefer my adam sandler films to be subtitled not dubbed <laughs> I'm sure there's that in every country. There's somebody yeah, yeah. like that in every country. Yeah. I always prefer subs. Yeah. Well, oh, boy. Joe Buckley. Well, well there that you. was, uh, yeah. I was just saying, there you have it. That's uh, the for those um, who are tired of the trial, don't worry. Um, except for the live stream, that's that's wrapping up our, our trial series with this episode. Um but, you know, wanted, wanting to hear a little bit from Joe himself, the truth about how he felt about the entire process, because as the process was going on, our uh, conversation with Joe was a lot was limited. Um, it wasn't, you know, it 
so we didn't really know how Joe, at least I didn't. I know Tyler had more insight, but I would say myself and, and the rest of the fellas, we didn't really have as much one on one and insight into Joe's thought process during the trial as we normally would be. So it was good to hear Joe's uh, honest thoughts about the, you know, the whole process. And it was good that Joe dug a hole even deeper 10 minutes into this episode. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, as we go, um, I have the list of the, um, oh, what the fuck are they called? Um, The the damages that Joe is going to be paying restitution to. I have the list of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight charges of damages um, that Joe will be uh, following through on. Uh, you know, he has to be Sean's roadie. He has to do, mm-hmm. do a beach workout with Nick. He has to look at Zach's <laughs> Funko Pop collection. He has to do a, a a real and well done resume for Trevor. He owes you an apology. He owes me some mm-hmm. wings. Um, he has to do stand-up comedy for The Man With No Brain. And he has to uh, do a commentary for uh, Dr. Sleep for Malevolent Movies. So yes. I know which ones he's going to do and which ones he's not. Now, we're not going to tell you ahead of time, and during the live stream, we will show um, the clips of Joe participating in those uh, in paying restitution to certain individuals. Um, and so uh, I, it's going to be a surprise for you which ones he does and does not follow through on. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be happy with the result, though. I will say okay. that much. Okay. There's a there's a video clip of just Tyler like with uh, with like um he's got a little bit of sauce in his beard and he's just smiling he's happily chowing down and then it cuts to me and I've got one single tear fl- flowing down my cheek because oh, I get no wings. Dude, you're, you, we're doing that on the live stream. I want those oh, wings with okay. me. Yeah, and I'll pop yeah. into the frame every now and again, say hi with a little bit of sauce on me, and I'll eat some in front of you. But I, okay. you you got to watch me eat that. You know, hey, I'll you know what I'll get you? I'll get you a can of Lacroix and some carrots. Have a good time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's my favorite food and drink of choice. And, and Joe, I'd appreciate uh, when Tyler is eating the wings. Um, his face may get a little messy, so mm-hmm. you know you can wipe his face off. Yeah, with a might, nice wet nap or something. I want you to take. I want you to tend to his needs. Okay, I'll I'll lick it off for him. No, ew, <laughs> no. Well, like the family dog. That's repulsive. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and uh, Tyler, I may have to take a couple outside breaks during the live stream. I just might have to go make potty, try to chase down the cicadas. You know, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. That's not how it works. You, there's a bathroom that is uh, 20 yards away from the couch. You, you get five minutes in there. <laughs> I'm gonna time it. Okay, you're, you're gonna film it. it well, it's yeah, paused. It, what, we pause. What will happen is um, the live stream will keep going, but the timer's yeah. paused. I will grab the camera and a hose. And I'll spray you on the toilet if you don't get up. <laughs> yeah, you don't like that, do you? No, no, it's exactly like whenever Bam Margera slapped his fat father in the stomach a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm going to slap you with some water. <laughs> and the thing is, Joe, you're going to have to prepare. I think you're going to have to do some training uh, when we get closer to the day because you've got to train yourself to, you know, uh, you got to watch your diet. You know, I don't want you to have uh, stomach issues during this 12-hour stream. Um, you got to get used to being awake for 12 hours or however long it is. You got to get yeah. used to sitting in one spot. I mean, you may have to train a little bit to get ready for this day. You know what would be interesting, Ryan? What if we give Joe like a box, like a, you know, a one foot by one foot box or something? Joe can fill that with whatever snacks and drinks he wants. 
but that's all he gets. So he has to pick and he has to be selective. He can't just bring everything in the kitchen sink. Something like that. Mm. You're saying no hot food, no hot food allowed. No, you could, you could put like something, you could go get McDonald's, put it in the, put it in the box or whatever, but that's all you get. I'll go keep it warm for you. You know, we can keep it warm, but it has to be, everything has to fit in there. Mm. Pop it back in the oven. Sure. I'll burn the shit out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and you, what your beverage is and that sort of thing. Okay. I w- you know, I would recommend Joe being an MRE enthusiast. You get some beverage based powder. Mm. Uh, some oh, drink powder. powder. <laughs> I love powder. Eat- no, because then you can put a bunch of it in the bottom of that. It doesn't take up as much space. And then you can say, because prisoners are allowed water. Absolutely. <laughs> Tyler's going to have to give you glasses <laughs> of water so you can make the drinks. That's going to save space on your, your box as far because if you put a can of soda in there, that's going to fill up a lot of that space. Mm-hmm. Joe, you oh, know what? Tyler. I'll give oh. you, I'll, I'll let you have a bucket of water and a, a, <laughs> a tray of two day old dry bread from uh, Jimmy John's. I was going to say, I was going to say, prisoners um, also get bread. So, can I please have uh, grilled cheese? Um, I'd like the mozzarella just kind of like crumpled lightly on the top. Um, and then like some Swiss, some Swiss in the middle and some provolone then. You so. would hate that. You would hate would that I? sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. you, you claim to love cheese, but really you like a, you like red hot orange American cheese. Like, I like cheddar. <laughs> yeah. Or He's like, if, cheddar. if my cheese isn't square, thin and come in a plastic wrap, I don't want nothing to do with yeah. it. Uh, I like American. American's good. I like Swiss. I like Swiss. Yeah. Really? I'm I'm surprised. I, I'll, I'll like me it on too. a burger. I'll eat it on a burger. Oh, wait, are you, you one of those people slice? that's like, I like me a good bacon or a uh, fucking mushroom and Swiss burger? I'll, 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 uh, I'll partake on occasion. That's a good about burgers. It's like, it's like asking a, a paleontologist about some uh, exotic bird that he discovered. It, <laughs> he really puts a lot of thought into it. Like he's the only person on earth who's ever spoken about the subject. Well, I just found well, myself a, a, a red blessed, a red breasted rooster. His first one <laughs> in the world. This rooster got red titties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> red titties. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. We're just grunting at this point. Uh I like to make monkey sounds. Oh, God. Well, so, yeah, we got uh, we got an exciting live stream coming up, uh, uh, everybody. So and I think it's going to be a good time. Can you imagine you you leave? um, You watch Joe for a little bit. You go out, you go to dinner, you do whatever, maybe go to work and you come back and you turn on the TV and Joe's still sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) It's like having Joe. It's just like. So much Joe. Uh, for those of you that love and can't get enough of Joe, you're going to a full day of Joe. You're going to be chock full of Joe. And then that live stream, I assume, will leave it up, you know, on the channel. And so if you miss some, you can always go back. You know, if you miss hours three to six, you can watch those three hours. You know, you're not going to want to miss a single minute of this live Joe Buckley. Yeah. And actually, I was going to say, like, a lot of people do it where, like, if you, um, if you, like, donate some amount of money, like, the person will, like, read out your comments. So we can maybe do that to get Tyler some cash. Yeah, yeah, there's a way that, yeah, whatever, whatever the way that wow, does it, Joe. I think that would be, That's I think that would be good, you know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Super I, chat, I, yeah. what they call it, super chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to nitro boost it. I'm going to nitro boost the chat. Zach's, Zach's going to help me uh, get this all set up because he is a live streamer himself. Oh, yeah, that's so right. Yes, we should right. be dressed to the nines, doing it, doing it accurately. 
The one unfortunate thing, though, is that Joe is going to be watching a lot of stuff. He's he's convinced himself it's exclusively going to be bad movies, but there's going to be some interesting things interspersed in there. Um, mm-hmm. But we won't um, be able to show that because, uh, and you won't be able to hear it because we don't want to get a copyright strike and just get taken down. So yeah. we will have overlays that will let you know what's upcoming. You know, maybe we can even try if you wanted to watch along with them, you could sync it up uh, at home. Um, but you know, we can't announce what that stuff is until it after it happens because Joe just I gotta have know. the surprise. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if I play one round of PUBG with um with Zach? I don't think Zach plays PUBG. Oh, uh, he oh Only yeah, Jack? he does COD. He does <laughs> Call of Duty. I don't think I don't think Zach wants to play anything with you. Yeah. Okay, I understand. That's... I'm not very I'm not a very good teammate. Well, yeah. I I steal all the guns. I don't think it's that. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm wandering the battlefield. I've got 85. I've got 85 pistols in my backpack, and Zach has none. And he's begging me, Joe, please. All I need is one pistol, and I'll be able to win this for us. I'm like, I might need it later. Joe, do you hear that? What? Do you hear that? <laughs> All of your supposed jokes just flying over me and Ryan's head because we're oh, <laughs> you're, you're not gamers. gamers. You're not yeah. epic, cool gamers. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm thankful. Mm. But the audience, the audience knows Ryan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, if you if you thought that joke was funny from Joe, then good. I'm I'm glad you got a smile from it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. It made me sleepy. Mm. <laughs> Well, you should be excited. Uh, games are cool. Video games are the coolest thing a person could ever play. When you get into the video game stuff, I have no doubt what you're saying is probably true and real and funny to those who are into it. But man, you're not. It's not going to move my needle. You know. <laughs> I, I understand. Mean, I, I got nothing yeah. to add to it. In other words, you know. Okay. <laughs> God damn you, Joe Buckley. I know. I know. I'm sorry. God damn you, Joe Buckley. All right. Hey, cool, cool, Joe. Take us out. <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 getting with you with the ones and twos. <sighs> I said cool Joe, not I'm, pervert Joe. Oh damn, I thought you said sex the pest ones Joe. And the twos. Yeah, sex pest. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I, I gotta take off two fellas. I got some frisbee golf to go do. I, I'm gonna go down a couple IPAs. I'm gonna get crunk. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll just I'll talk to you bros later, you broskies. Mm. I just, I'm not, we've been, <laughs> we've been on this fucking thing too long. I'm not even going to touch that, Joe. I'm not even going to come at you. Okay, I understand. Thank you, then. For, for your, for your, your nonsense. But that's fine. That's cool, Joe, everybody. Drinking, uh, drinking IPAs and, and playing frisbee disc golf. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we're out with a whimper. <laughs> that's our brand. Joe, what are you Joe. doing? Oh, I accidentally kicked the metal again. <laughs>